All right, what's up everybody and welcome to Video Game Purists. This will be VGP episode 136. I am one of your hosts, my name's Fred Rojas, and joining me tonight, as always, from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? I am uh I am sitting here with vitamins, vitamins, and two ginger ales, Fred. Nice. All right. That's what I'm rolling with. Ginger ales. Because I have been sick. You know, I've really been a, a thorn in this show's side uh, for the last <laughs> month. And I apologize. You know. <laughs> pushing through, though. I'm pushing through. Can I can I be transparent with you? Uh-huh. So, so <laughs> I'll talk about it know. with my week, but we were out doing shit on Sunday. <clears throat> and my wife talks about you like she knows you. But she mm-hmm. has no idea. Like, she knows you from Boston because I mention it and stuff like that. Like, Boston area. Bare, and she barely got, Boston anymore. Well, yeah, but she got the Irish Boston, you know, kind of accent and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I said he's not like Marky sure. Mark because Mark Wahlberg's, like, leaning into it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but he's, like, the subtle, realistic version of that. Um, and so <laughs> yeah. she hears enough stories and stuff. Like, she talks about you like she knows you, which is kind of funny. But she was like, mm-hmm. we were like sitting it. there and we were trying to figure out if we should go to dinner or not after the activities I'll talk about. And she was like, oh, but you got your podcast tonight. And she goes, I don't want to jack with you and Teresa's thing. Like she is kind of in her later years. She's become more defensive of the podcast. Like she's just like, I like it. yeah, she's not like, I guess what I would say is she's not, she doesn't really care if the podcast happens or not. But she sees that I hold importance to her activities. I think she values that. And therefore, she values my activities. I also think she thinks I've gotten mm-hmm. very antisocial. And you're one of my few social aspects of every week. Nice. And so I think she defends it. But <clears throat> anyway, she was like, yeah, I'd really like to go out to dinner. But yeah, we shouldn't do it if you've got this show. And like right around that time, you texted me. And I was like, oh, actually shows off. So let's go to dinner. And she was like, all right, sweet. And so, and I don't remember, I think you contacted me actually a little earlier in the day. So we just planned around, it was before we were going into our activity. And so, but we got, which was in early afternoon um, or late, mid afternoon. Anyway. Mm -hmm. um, And then last night she, we were going to all watch Avatar as a family, the original Avatar, because we're going to see Avatar 2 which I'm doing in duress, but like after rewatching the original yesterday, like enough times mm-hmm. passed that like it was kind of like fun to watch again. So now I'm eager. Right. But she wanted to watch it. And our daughter in a rare showing was like, I'll put down everything and watch Avatar with you. And we watched the extended cut and everything nearly three hours long. She sat there intent the whole time. I can't get this kid to watch a fucking thing with me. I can't get her to watch a YouTube video with me, let alone a whole movie. And so she right. was like, Autumn, and I, Autumn agreed to watch this. Like, we'll start it with you, but then I guess we'll, we'll, we'll stop it and we'll finish it up Tuesday. And then you weren't able to do it. And so it worked out that we could watch the whole movie. So while she wasn't hoping for it, and while I wasn't hoping for it, actually your schedule changes have worked to the benefit of t- yeah. this week. Very much so. <laughs> so. Did, did your daughter watch the whole movie? She watched the whole thing start to finish. She liked it? That, she'd seen it before but she hasn't seen it what we're learning is she hasn't seen these movies mm-hmm. since she was like six and now returning to it at 11 
She has a cognant, right. cognizant, like complete different understanding. The only thing that was weird was she knows that sex is a thing, right? Cause she's gotten her monthly. So she has to kind of know about it. And then she knows that humans do it, but, and I don't think it's any longer in the extended cut, but when they, when they get down, <laughs> when, when Jake, yeah, and, but they're just wrapping their tails around each other, aren't they? Yeah, but you can, no, they're making out and dry humping. Like, yeah. if yeah, you don't remember that, then that wasn't in the original version, but I doubt it. The joke of it is the movie is naturally like two hours and 40 minutes. <laughs> Or two hours and 45 minutes or something. So when they play you like the three-hour version, they're like, there's an extra 15 minutes embedded in here somewhere. And it's like, okay. So, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, well, yeah. You know that, she watched the whole thing. That movie appeals to women on a weird subconscious level. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess right? You know what I mean? Because it has the, the toxic male, like, asshole men destroying something beautiful. It does, absolutely. You know I mean? And then it has the the real nature loving. You know, it's just it's just men wrecking shit if you if you look at it. Well, and the one tough female in that movie, other than um oh, I cannot believe I'm blanking on her name. Michelle Rodriguez. Well, yeah. So Michelle Rodriguez is who I'm talking about. Yeah. She's the mm-hmm. fighter pilot who right, she Turns. joins them. Yes. And so she is significant in that regard. And then the only other really strong female character. Well, obviously the Navi kind of view females and males mm-hmm. as equals, um, which I'm sure pisses off a ton of incels still, but like, well, they're blue cat people. Yeah. So they're not really people. What is, what is her name? Who Zoe Zaldanata plays her. I'm trying to remember what her name is. Um, I haven't seen it in so long. I know. I saw it I last night and I it's don't gone. Remember. It starts with a T, um, but hold on. I don't know. But yeah. You're looking it up. But you know, it's it, it's like <clears throat> I've I've watched that movie. Uh, I watched Nateri. it with my, my sorry, I can't believe I no, yeah, anyway. I don't remember that. But I remember going to the theater to see that with my ex-wife at the time. And that was like the big deal. Remember that was like 3D IMAX, like the oh yeah. it was made like IMAX was made for it. You know, it was like holy shit. And it was like and even my ex-wife was like fucking men. Like she was <laughs> You know, it's just yeah. like and the dude in it. The dude in it is like the most like toxic of them all. You talking about you know, the colonel, looks, or are you talking about Jay? Yeah, yeah the colonel. He okay. he's like guile. He's like yeah. the living embodiment of guile. Yeah. It, even the mech yep. is a big dude with a, a giant Bowie knife, like a mech sized Bowie knife. Like it's the most manly shit. And they just ripping trees out the ground and like fuck your trees. Oh yeah, G- Giovanni Reeves, he plays the corporate guy, and he just. Gives so little of a fuck about everything. Yeah. But it's yeah. just like, fuck, fuck your garden. Fuck your flowers. <laughs> he goes, he'll move. Vibe. He'll move. Just start yeah, to run him over. He'll move. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a very, it's Fern Gully. It's Fern it, Gully. It totally is a live action yeah. movie. So, but I love it though. I'm not making fun of it. I love it. I, I'm one of the people that defended that. Remember when that came out? It was like Chris Pratt doing Mario's voice. But like when that movie came out, it was like, fuck this movie, man. Like everybody just hate wanted to hate it because it was such a big spectacle, yeah. You know? And it was goofy, 
Like it was a popcorn well, movie. Jim Cameron's shit is always poorly. Like he always has goofy stuff, it's, like unobtainium. But like if you go back and watch Terminator and Aliens, that shit's all mm-hmm. still there. In fact, Julie yeah. kept writing to me, or kept saying to me throughout this movie, she goes, "It's weird how now that you've told me that the same guy who does." avatar also did like aliens and terminator i see it in this movie and i'm like oh yeah it's all right there (laughs) so but i i was one of the people that used it because i remember back then um it was during easy mode days and 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 rob and dana on the side of just like kind of shitting on it for no reason you know Mm -hmm. and it was just like what are you talking about it has a mech with a mech sized bowie knife in it it's the greatest thing i've ever seen in my life all right and uh, and that, <laughs> you know, well, and I like the blue people. There's the actor who is like the uh, you know Sigourney Weaver's like pet, like teacher's pet, and he's like the yes. tall, skinny guy who plays the Matrix guy in Grandma's Boy, and he's so good at being jealous in that movie, and then he does it again in this movie. <laughs> it's really good. Um, it's good. And the other thing that I never noticed because I don't think he he was an actor I knew was. You know, Natiri's like betrothed, right? He's the guy who's going to take over the the clan. His mm-hmm. name is Sute. I, I don't know why I remember him. Or Taesu. I don't know. Anyway, he's played by, if you watch The Boys, he's played by the guy who plays Mother's Milk. Really? Yeah. And if you rewatch the movie, because well, you, you know face. how you can see the face. And yeah. it's so good because then you can't un- unsee it. And un-see Julie him. and I were cheering for Mother's Milk through that whole movie. And Autumn's like, yeah. who the hell is Mother's Milk? And I was like, I'll show you when you're yeah. older. <laughs> I still think it's a fun movie. We have it somewhere on Blu ray and all this shit. And uh, <clears throat> I put it on once for my, my daughter, but she didn't seem to care. Um, you know, and then I don't know, but it's you know, the sequel's probably good. I hear it's good, you know, sure, but people are gonna say it's good. Like, the two things I remember about this was one, the version of the Blu ray I got, there's like multiple versions, but the version of the Blu ray I got, I won in a contest, like in some stupid door prize contest or something, and it's a four disc edition that has the the first disc is the movie, and it's got three cuts of it, right? It's got like the theatrical cut, the Jim Cameron director's cut, he always does, or I think he calls it a special edition, mm-hmm. which he always does. And then there was like, when I got it, it was like the movie had been out for a while. And so it was this new anniversary cut. So there's three cuts of the movie. We watched the new anniversary cut and it was fine, whatever. And there's a Blu-ray 3D version, which I've always wanted to watch the 3D version because I've got the 3D active shutter glasses and that Sony 3D TV, but I've never done it. And then it's got two other discs of special features. It's like, it's like 10 hours of special features. And one of the discs is literally just like three hours of deleted scenes. (laughs) And, and so, yeah, I remember getting that. And the other thing I remember was the one thing I always criticized Avatar for, and it wasn't Avatar's fault, was those people, right? There were those, the, the psychos always come out of the woodwork in general. And I'm sorry to call them that, but like those people who like genuinely like wanted to, and, and again, a lot of them I heard, I don't know how much of this was just like media glamorizing. It probably was a lot of it, honestly, mm-hmm. but like, you heard those people who were like, I want to, you know, I, I want to commit suicide because 
life is not worth oh, yeah, living it, on Earth. It's, it's better to be on Pandora like and stuff Pandora. like that. Yeah. yeah, it was be on Pandora. And I, I genuinely hope those people got the help they deserved. But like that always rubbed <clears> me the wrong way. I'm like, don't be so disillusioned that you will allow a movie which is supposed to be an escape for, to be your all, permanent. That was one loser on Twitter, and then someone picked it up that's and made probably, a story out of it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. usually maybe two people. Mm-hmm. Maybe two people. It's like, look, I like fl- floating rocks too. Let's not get crazy. I need to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Slow down. Slow down. Well, and so that movie holds up really well. And I, you know, the, the, because it was IMAX, it, one thing that Julie notices is there were no black bars, right? It wasn't cropped because it's made for mm-hmm. your full screen. And the quality looked incredible. And I remember looking at the encoding. So this is like going to be a nerd thing, but I just want to mention it real quick. People go nuts over how heavily encoded, like at what bit rate. You've probably heard this before. This would be the Hmm. same thing as the video game equivalent to resolution. Like what's the bit rate that the disc is authored in, right? Like it doesn't matter if it's in 4K, if it's in three megabits per second versus 300 megabits per second. Obviously, the 300 megabits per second is better. And the that's technically true. But what I've learned with like my Plex server and when I re-encode stuff for being able to stream it easily, you learn that if you use better encoding models like HEVC and stuff like that, I'm getting nerdy, but like <clears throat> that a lower bit rate can look to the naked eye the same. And the reason I bring that up is Yeah, Avatar has a pretty low bit rate. Like I was looking at it, it's streaming usually at between 15 and 25 megabits per second. Whereas there are some Mm -hmm. Blu-rays that are like double that, like 50. And yet it looked incredible through and through. There are tons of scenes with lots of obviously moving parts, right? When they're out in the the forest at night and everything's fucking glowing. Or when the tree comes down and there's ash in the air and everything like that. Like Julie has recently learned the value of bitrate when we watched the 4K cut of Batman Returns and all the little snow flurries were sharp. And then we watched the DVD version of Bad Santa and all the little Mm -hmm. snow flurries were not sharp. Um, She started noticing that stuff. Like not, it doesn't ruin her experience, but like she casually notices that stuff. Right. And so that movie is a testament. Another one is, I recently talked about it, was Basic Instinct. That is encoded at a, the 4K disc is a relatively low bit rate of like 20 to 30 megabits per second. And yet, these are some of the sharpest, best looking movies I've seen. And so that just is a testament to that. I'm also starting to feel that streaming 4K, I'm not talking about like Netflix services and stuff like that. I mean, like on sold services like Vudu, but also like Disney's definitely proving this. Streaming looks extremely close to disc to the point that I almost don't know that I care anymore. Like I want a disc version for collectible and tangible reasons be above and beyond everything else. But I don't know. Starting to change my mind on the numbers game, right? Like I remember the time where I learned that like the speed of your microprocessor of your Pentium or your uh, Intel no longer matters. And then there was resolution no longer matters in video games. I think we're at that point where encoding, while it's a a factor, it doesn't really matter if it looks really good. 
Like if they do it right, you can get away with a lot on a little. Right. So but uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, I digress. I've probably talked about half my week already, but um but yeah, so in short, don't feel about feel bad about uh your you're not feeling good as long as you feel good. And from what you told me, you're starting to feel better. Yeah, I feel better. So for people who don't know, I I, I found out I had strep throat the other day. Uh, <clears throat> so, well, the thing was, uh, my son's had it, right? <clears throat> he, so as a parent, you know, you can't just throw your kid in the closet and say, fend for yourself, slide food under the door. You still sort of yes. got to take care of them and be around them. So when you have sick kids, most likely either you're just going to shake it off or you're going to get sick also. So yeah. um, the problem with me is I never feel sick sometimes, mm-hmm. even when I am. So uh, kind of like with COVID, I didn't have a symptom when I had COVID. And a lot of times the same happens around here when I, I'm sick and I'm making everybody else sick, but I don't know I'm sick. You know? And um, You're a vector so- as we call it. I am. And um, so when the apocalypse come, I will be standing and everybody else <laughs> You'll be with be the cockroaches, dying. hanging out with your Twinkies. That's right. Um, so, but the thing with strep throat is it's like the root of my daughter's um, condition. Mm-hmm. Like pandas is yeah. starts as strep throat yep. for a little kid. So she cannot be around that shit. Understandably, um, yeah. She will, she will have like flare-ups and shit. Like, like you won't know something's wrong, but she'll be acting up, and then we find out like my son has strep throat, and we're like, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. She's been around him, and no one knew, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and she's so, um, so he got over it. You know, they gave him some some antibiotics, but then uh, my throat was hurt when I was like waking up, but then I was like fine during the day, and then. <clears throat> Around this house during these these times, these holiday times, Fred, I don't have a night off. Every night, every night, we're doing something. My wife has plans every <laughs> night. You know? And it was like one night was like <clears throat> we went to like Gillette Stadium because they have like lights that uh-huh. you drive around. Like it's this big empty parking lot. They do like a, you know, like a. Well, so real quick, sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but I did want to mention, so we kind of usually do like one week and then another. I hadn't finished my week. Should I? Oh, geez. No, no, no. It was the way I kind of said it. I think I I led you down that path. Sorry. Yeah. But I do want to, I just want to say something real quick because we spent a lot of time on Avatar, but that's fine. Um, Real quick, the only thing I was going to mention, and then we can circle back, was... um, what we did this weekend was we had some friends over for a holiday thing. And so we made tachos, which How you love tachos. Yeah, I my like wife loves tachos. Food. I think it's because <laughs> we don't get tater tots is not a rarity in probably most American households. It's like mm-hmm. once a year for us. So it's a big fucking deal when you can get tater tots. A, yeah. So we get them all the time. <clears throat> yes, yes. So, like in our restaurants around here, it's like you can get fries, tater tots. Oh, tots are, yeah, tots are in every bar and restaurant and stuff, but yum, yum. Yeah, we just, so we, we did that and had some fun with our friends. And, um, you don't know Jack, 
Have you played any of those like Jackbox games? No, I mean I have people trying to rope me into that stuff mm-hmm. a long time ago, and I just I just never did. Well, so those Jackbox games they're drawn by or they're driven online, and so you like join a game and stuff and use your individual code, and everyone plays on their phones. That's why I've got like some Jackbox games on PlayStation, some on Xbox, and some on PC because it doesn't matter mm-hmm. where I play them; you just get online. But that night, Saturday night, it was having trouble. Like it tanked at like 9 p.m. And so we were trying to play Mm. and the games kept tanking. It sucked. But anyway, we had a good time. And uh, the uh, actually our friends, uh, Julie had like offered to let our friend's kids spend the night. So I've got like, you know, triple the kids in the house. And we're the house where everyone spends the night because we've got the only child, which makes sense. Um, But we went to bed after watching Bad Santa on Saturday night and they didn't bug us during Bad Santa. They didn't wake us up or anything. It was fucking magical, man. And then on Sunday, we went out to... um, So I had noticed that in Kansas City, um, Jurassic World Live was coming. Have you ever seen one of these? Oh, yeah, I have. Okay. Well, and I, I don't remember, I think Autumn was, I think we saw it when Autumn was six. Again, back to that. And so I don't think we were doing the show when we last went and saw this, but I'm having a real hard time with like years right now. Everything's blending together. I'm reading like <laughs> okay. Jason Schreier's book and he's talking about Star Wars 1313. And he's talking about how that was presented at E3 2012 alongside Watch Dogs. And I was like, what? No. Star Wars 1313, the Amy Hennig game, the Uncharted game. No, that was like recently. No, it was fucking shown alongside Watch Dogs. It is 10 years old. Um, And I'm having a hard time with that. So in my mind, I've talked about this on the show and I probably haven't. Maybe on a different show, but like, anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was coming to town and I got an email from our local center the 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 t-mobile center that was like jurassic world lives coming and i was like huh cute and autumn was like seeing me read the email and she goes what's that and i was like oh it's a thing where like we go to that that concert hall you saw imagine dragons at and you know they just bring out like mechanical dinosaurs or like the raptors and stuff or people walking around with big rubber raptor suits over them and as i look at her her eyes are like lighting up (laughs) i was like oh shit Right. And she was like, really? Can we go to that? And I was like, um, yeah, let me see what the price is. And I looked up the price and it was 20 bucks, 20 bucks a ticket. So for 60 bucks, we all could go. <clears throat> and I was like, okay, yeah, we can go if you want to. And she wanted to go. So we went and saw that. We went and saw Jurassic World live on a Sunday afternoon. And it was during a Chiefs game, which... Kansas City will literally like allow you to beat your wife as long as it was in the name of the Chiefs, right? Like I there this I'm not proud of the way this city allows all kinds of obnoxious horrible behaviors in the interest of football. But when a football game is going on during Jurassic World Live and I can get front it's row that. seats, row 12 seats front and center for 12 bucks, I'm down. You're um down. and you know what? It was still fun. I'm my wife doesn't remember what the old plot was, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty much the same plot. Mm-hmm. Um, they just changed a couple of things to be more like Jurassic World. Um, 
But by and large, yeah, it was it was whatever. But my daughter loved it, and I've never gone and seen something at the Sprint Center where you're out in like 75 minutes. It was fantastic. Mm. So nice. or T-Mobile Center, but um, but yeah, we went and saw that, and that was fun. And then because you know you were uh, indisposed, we we went out after that, and we went and um, got dinner at a uh, like a pizza place. It's called like Buffalo Chick or Buffalo Pizza or something. It's in downtown KC, and it was really good. Trees like you could buy big old New York slices for like five right. bucks. Oh, yeah! And I bought this crazy pizza that was called the Hawaiian Five <clears> O. <throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know me, man. It's like yeah. oh, it was can- well, yeah. Man. And my wife got the garden pizza, which had all the veggies on it. But like mine was um, Canadian bacon with bacon <laughs> and then they put pineapple jalapenos red onion green pepper blue cheese crumbles <laughs> and something else on it it's good times and then the other thing nice. was they had a bunch of local beers on tap so we we put back a couple and had a good time i like it but yeah <clears throat> it was fun so but yeah but roughly that was my weekend and um Julie works this weekend, so I'm looking forward to a weekend of doing a whole lot of not shit, but how much yeah. you want to bet the universe finds a way to make my weekend eventful. It always does. Yeah. So I never get a moment to rest. Although my last two days have been pretty um, peaceful. Mm-hmm. No one's messed with me. Well, yes, and let me let my you continue best. that. So No, that's fine. That that's on me. I, no, I totally forgot when you swap things around. You know, yeah. habit. No, it's all good. But, but we did, yeah, we did that kind of shit. We did. We have been to those, like, was yours, that dinosaur thing, was that branded Jurassic Park or is it just called Jurassic? No, it was True Blue Jurassic Park. They even have blue oh, from okay. the movies. And the Indominus oh, Rex so showed look, up. Oh, geez. See, they do a ghetto one around here. Where it's like, you know, like, I don't know what it is, but it's like they said, I've talked about it before. They set up like dinosaurs and you drive around through them. Okay. So but they we've, barely move. We've done that. Terrible. Yes. That's actually okay. done in KC also at yeah, like where they travel. do the barbecue competitions. Yeah. It's it more of like a convention around. space. Yeah. And that one she liked when she was younger. She finds them dumb now. But like, yeah, those mm-hmm. were cool because you could like ride on little like go-karts that look like Jurassic Park Jeeps and they had slides and bouncy castles and you could go mm-hmm. to a place where like you could dig out a fossil, but they charge you like five bucks to do it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we definitely went to one of those. Um, but no, this one is actually like a stage show. So think of like Disney on ice, but Jurassic Park. Okay. And I'll give them credit. Like there's a VIP version where you're like in the audience, like on the stage, you're in these little like VIP booths and they were $175 a ticket. And I thought this was stupid as shit until when I watched it, they interact with those people. Like the Raptors would come up and like scream in the face of the little kids and like the researchers would attack. And like they did a thing where they brought a full blown fucking flamethrower on the stage and like we're throwing flames and they'd throw them like right in front of the audience where like it was far enough where you couldn't reach out and touch it, but it was close enough where you probably felt the heat. 
<laughs> and I turned to Julia and I was like, you know, it'd be a tough sell for you, but 600 bucks, I don't know, to watch that T-Rex, because there was a scene where the T-Rex comes on stage and it went up to each of those six little booths and shrieked right in their goddamn faces. And at least a handful of those kids shit their pants. Like it was nice. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. So I like it. Yeah, I like it. Well, we went to the 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 Christmas light equivalent of that ghetto dinosaur show. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, in the same parking lot across from Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, and uh, yeah, it's like you. It, it's the same setup every year. Mm-hmm. But now it's become a like a thing we do. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Ever since Devin was born, it's become like what we do. And uh, so, yeah, we go. No one seems that interested in going, but yet it's what we do. Yeah. So we, we get tickets and we go. And uh, But see, Dakota's old enough now. She's off with her friends doing other shit. You know what I mean? Before mm-hmm. it was like dragging a 13-year-old or a 14-year-old in the car to drive slowly through these lights for like 15 minutes. And it was like, yeah, you know, yeah. But now she doesn't have to go. So she don't care. (laughs) But Devin still likes it. He sticks his head out the sunroof. And, you know, in, in basically, yeah, it's just, you drive through a maze real slow with other cars and, uh, you know, and and this is so old school, you know, they haven't upgraded the drones or nothing yet. You know, it's still just like big grids of lights, you know, and, and half the lights don't work because they don't fix them every year and whatever. And you drive through, and there was a part you drive through was like dinosaur lights. And there's, then you drive through like, you know, the 12 days of Christmas. And then you drive through the fucking countries. And then you go through a big light tunnel at the end. That's the big coup de gras there or whatever. Yeah. Whatever it's called. And then. Uh, coup de gras. Yeah. Coup de gras. Whatever it's called. But uh, <clears throat> that was that. That was one night we had to go out and do that. And then we had dinner. Uh, and then we had dinner. I love it. Yeah, we went. And after that, we were, I'm like, what's, she's like, what's the way to the Olive Garden? And I was like, well, let me check in. And we went there. And I will tell you what, Fred. Uh-huh. Uh, I had some raviolis, the four cheese raviolis, right? Nice. And I said, not feeling the red sauce tonight. I'm not okay. a chunky sauce guy. Never okay. have it. <clears throat> I grew up a butter kid, right, with butter on my pasta. Uh, as an adult, I decided eating red sauce, but, you know, red sauce I make, so I know what's in it. I don't like chunks of onions and tomatoes and shit in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so restaurant sauce is problematic because I never know what I'm getting, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and all of Garden's kind of like that. And I said, I'm not feeling the sauce tonight. So I said, uh Give the sauce on the side. I said, but uh, can you put extra mozzarella on top of the raviolis? Right? <laughs> uh-huh. So this thing came out, and it looked like baked lasagna. Like, they took the bowl of, like, raviolis, and they just covered the whole top layer with mozzarella cheese and put it in the oven. That's fantastic. And do you know what? Fucking delicious i didn't oh, need yeah. the sauce it was delicious. that looks like like lasagna like you got some like i was like i don't know but it's fucking good this is this is the go-to yeah who cares how the this, concoction was made yes it's, this it's, is a it's, it's a, premium 
if you find yourself at Olive Garden, <clears throat> you get the four cheese raviolis, red sauce on the side. I don't even get the red sauce. They fuck red sauce. Save it. Give it to a poor person. I don't need it tonight. Don't waste it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't oh, waste my it. My wife would have done uh, uh, Alfredo sauce on the side. But yeah. Oh, that, that could be good. Uh, and you say, can you just put extra cheese on top? Just extra there mozzarella. You yeah. And you wash that down with some breadsticks. Oh. oh. And then we had the we had the tiramisu Fred, oh. tiramisu for dessert. <sighs> Pretty good Olive Garden trip. Really, <laughs> you know what? The Olive Garden is fucking legit, and that is said by somebody whose bad. diet is against everything the Olive Garden serves. Like I don't think there's a single dish in my regular regimen that allows for the <clears throat> Olive Garden. And the old people here have kind of like taken it as yeah. their own. By four p.m., the Olive Garden's on like a three-hour wait by us, I've but never- it's worth it. I've never seen a sad, overweight person at the Olive Garden. I will agree with you. Every everybody's happy. Like at the last time we went to the Olive Garden trees, everybody. The guy did that <clears throat> thing where, like, the waiter was overzealous and put too much on the tray, mm-hmm. and he pulled the wrong item off, and it flipped the tray over, and it like basically spiked food on the carpet in front of these people, and they got oh. splashback of a bunch of stuff. Oh. And you know what? The the manager came out and said he was sorry, and the meal was on them. And those fucking people stayed. They yeah. stayed and they ate and they enjoyed it. <laughs> and their three year old was eaten with like fucking cheese shit in his hair. He didn't give a fuck because they that family won the lottery. They got their food they, in like ten minutes later. So they had to wait about ten minutes, and they got like three tour of Italy's for like zero. Yeah. Right, and the, it was hilarious too because <laughs> the, the husband was like, "Everything's free," and he goes, "Yes, the whole tab is free, no matter what you were going to get." And he goes, "Well, then I'm going to start drinking." <laughs> and he started getting beers. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> beers. I had some Stellas. There you go. Get, I get the Stellas when I'm when in Italy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> when in Italy, let's have the full experience. It's like me getting some Coronas with Mexican food, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Give me the Modellos. Bring them over. Keep them coming. What was the one that what was the most interesting man in the world drink? Was that Modelo or was that? Oh, that was Dosakis. Dosakis. Yeah. Give me a Dosakis. Give me one of each. Yep. I feel Which like I'm at Epcot. Spanish for double X's. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'm like I'm at Epcot. I'm living right. in every country. <laughs> yes. Look at me. Man of the world. Oh, uh, yeah. Good times. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, what you actually are is just a drunk person in Florida. Yeah, but um, you make me want to go to Olive Garden again, and we've only recently been there. <laughs> it's good times. Olive Garden. It's it's the most genius restaurant chain ta- ever. Listen, I, I'd take you, Fred. We'd have a ball. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I know we would. <laughs> Those are. I think uh, Darden is who owns them, so they're also the ones who do chilies that would just seen as hot trash. Oh, yeah. I know, but and they also do Red Lobster. But yeah, yeah, if you've ever seen the parallels between those those companies, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, they're crushing it. <laughs> so, um, and then one night was my own doing. I went out with an old buddy that I haven't seen since before the the COVID crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's my old my ex brother in law. Oh, so we okay. were very yep we were very close, and then obviously uh, it Shit. hit hard when everything <laughs> went down. Uh, he's one of my Star Wars brothers. 
Like we we go deep on the Star Wars nice. like lore, and we've seen pretty much every Star Wars movie in the theater together. Like even after everything went down, we would still meet up like Brokeback Mountain, like our camping trips. Mm-hmm. We'd meet up and fucking catch a Star Wars movie together. You know, it's like uh, show up in trench coats and shit. Hey, what's up? <laughs> I can sit in the back, and then um, so I haven't seen him forever, and so you know, finally I was like, dude. Fucking, we we've been chatting about Andor nonstop, like texting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, after Andor ends and before Christmas, we'll we'll get together. We're fucking gonna get some some beers and some wings, catch up. So this is what we did. You know, we met. You know, we met at a. I'm hitting all the chain restaurants. I we we <laughs> met up at a TG TGIFs because uh, that was like the halfway point between Boston and where I'm at. Cause he works in near Boston. So I was like, I'll meet you there after work. And uh, yeah, we just had a mound of like Buffalo, Buffalo wings and oh, beer. Oh yeah. Tall boys, tall boys. There you go. And, uh, the sad Wait, thing was like the can tall boys or did you get like the big beers? No, we, we, no, 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 no. They weren't tall boy cans. We just, I just meant we got the tall, we got the 16 ounce drinks. There you go. You know, yeah. you get 16 to eight. I was like, give me, I'm, I'm, I'm going crazy tonight. Give me the, the 16, 16 ounce glasses. Uh, but it was pathetic, right? Because like <laughs> it was pathetic because we met there after work. So we're getting there at like five, five thirty, right? And you know, I don't go out a lot anymore. Like I used to, obviously, like I used to. So we're like shooting the shade and we're drinking. We're having a good old time, like the old days. And the place is like empty, but not because it's late. It's empty because it's like, you know, a Wednesday night. You know what right. I mean? Yes. And no one's like hitting rest- like chain restaurants at fucking 530, you know? And, um, but in my head, it, it felt like we were closing the place out. Like in my brain, oh, yeah. it felt like it was like quarter of midnight. And like, and then I leave, you know, I leave there with like a little buzz and fucking got a buzz buzz. But I, you know, I had a few beers and I come out and I'm like, yeah. And it's like eight thirty. I'm like, god damn it! <laughs> I'd still be sleeping before I went out to the, yep. the old days. Yep. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave until eleven. Oh, it's still funny. Out. Like our friends who don't have kids, like mm-hmm. when we meet up at like eight thirty, and I'm like. Yeah, this is pretty late. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is the earliest I've ever had dinner in my entire life. I know. I know. I remember when I used to go out when I was in my 20s, I used to watch SmackDown. Right? I used to watch wrestling okay. back then. <laughs> yeah. Like hardcore. And like my friends would show up at my apartment. So I was about 27. I think I was like 27, 28-ish. And they would show up at my apartment. And they would would all sit around and watch the end of SmackDown before we even left. Before going and that came, out, that, yeah. and that ended at eleven, I believe. Yeah. Back then. So we wouldn't get to the place yeah, to eleven. SmackDown ends at ten around here, so yeah. And I remember the place we would go to for a while. This this uh, bar, we would get there at eleven thirty and would be early. Right. Like we would like get the there. Earlier we'd, group. Yeah. Yeah, we'd be like the you know, you know, it's always like the lights are still on. You're like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> On karaoke doesn't now start like, till one man now i'm like now i'm coming out of a bar at 8 30 in front of fucking <laughs> yelling at the people in front of legal seafoods <laughs> <Party>! <laughs> yeah 
Like, dude, it's Wednesday night. The mall's still open across the street. People, <laughs> people are Christmas shopping, dude. Relax. Oh, I know. Like, I what I tell Julie, we I recently went out and hung out with some people and had a couple drinks, and then came home and I said, you know, it's sad when you drive by the Taco Bell and there's no line. Yeah. yeah. It's like, dude, the kids are still visiting Santa across yeah. the street at the mall. Bass Pro is still open. Yeah. Down. And then um, the one that did it, the one that that pushed me over the edge was then I wasn't feeling that great, but it was my wife's company Christmas party. uh, We haven't been in like two years because of COVID. They didn't have it for one year. And then last year we were both sick or the kids were sick. There was something going on. We didn't make it. Um, And so we, we, yeah, we went, put the suit on one of those deals, man. It's like, insurance company man it's like it's like a black tie event do, this yeah they still do it up just suit you know one of those it's like one of those christmas pies you see on fucking a sitcom it's like, like i never knew they hard? existed yeah 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 that shit. like yeah. you know you go up and you know, before you go into the main like function hall for for the actual dinner and stuff it's like you're in the cocktail room yeah with the hors d'oeuvres people walking around with hors d'oeuvres and open bar all night though fred there you go and I wasn't feeling good. It's brutal. <laughs> Fucking brutal. Um, you know, and they have a lame band. That oh, that's band. even better. Oh, my God. So it turned out, I'm like, what is this band? Um, <clears throat> my wife even got questioned the next day by uh, one of the bosses, like, input on the party because it was in a new place. And it was just kind of like, it was like low key, man. Usually it's like people drunk and like you know that shit with people that shouldn't be hooking up in the office. That's the yep. time to hook up. It's it's like the one of those HR reps not invited. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And all the all the girls are dressed like way too provocative, provocative more than yeah, they would in their everyday jobs. So, like it's crazy. It makes me laugh. You know, a lot of dudes with white and bow ties. You like, you know, it's like boy, people cutting me for you. I'm like, well, this place ain't hurting. Like during. <laughs> People are recessions and all this shit. Not, not, a, not here. Not in the insurance game. We're living large over here. Um, but this year was in a new place, and it was like kind of not much going on. Like <clears throat> wasn't decorated that much for Christmas. But didn't really have. So it was like you're at a wedding in a weird way, like a mm-hmm. bad wedding. And then the band, everything they sang had a Mumford and Sons spin on it. Oh. Like every song they sang, they threw like this like slow folky shit to it, mm-hmm. so no one could like dance, right? right? Yeah, these are like old people to like twenties, right? You need mm-hmm. to be cranking from the seventies to like the two thousands, yep. Right, so usually you would have like you made that fucking music, white boy, and and then all sure. the fucking old people are out there going nuts, and then you know. This is how we do it. Everybody goes, goes out there for that shit. You know, Maybe that, a little that's Marky what you Mark need. and the Funky Bunch, yes. and then you wrap you it need, all up with some sync. Yes. Yeah. Also, you, that's what you need, right? Uh, yeah. Instead, they were singing like, you know, Tennessee whiskey, but like folksy, and you're like, uh-huh. what is going on? And so, like, I guess we left early because of the kids. You know, we had to be home mm-hmm. for the kids anyway, so we left around like nine ish. We got there around six, left around nine. Okay. And then you people were there pretty late. And uh, I guess it turns out everybody left like around 10-ish. 
<laughs> which is real <laughs> early yeah. for that event, all the money they dish out. And so the bosses were asking people, and Rebecca was like, yeah, well, the fucking band. Like, no one could dance. Like, that's how you get people. People are drinking, and you get them dancing. And they're like, yeah, I guess the one of the owners that was like uh, – His son's band or something? His yeah. son's band. Yeah. Or was, no, his wife's. Even <sighs> worse. It was the owner's wife's son's band. Oh. So it's like, well, there you go. A DJ can ruin a wedding, and it can make a wedding. Everybody yeah. still asks me why Julie and my wedding had so many people on the dance floor. And I said, mm-hmm. we got married in 2011 and we played nothing but 80s pop and dance tunes. Mm-hmm. And That's everyone who do. was there remembers when they were in their 20s. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so they went yeah. and danced. We they also didn't play had any Christmas music. <laughs> yeah, there you go. They didn't play any Christmas music. I'm just like, not at least throw some rocking around the Christmas tree out oh, there. Yeah. Get some people up there with fucking run. Run know, Rudolph like, works in every yeah. context. I want to see a drunk woman with antlers on her head <laughs> and fucking one guy running around with mistletoe inappropriately. You know, I want to see that shit. I want some old Christmas party shit. You know, um, wasn't happening. Plus, though, you if know? you did Bing's version of white Christmas, like that's a couple's like slow it down. Right, having a fun, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you could do White Christmas as long as you brought it back up again, right? But you dim the lights mm-hmm. a little, let everyone slow dance for three minutes. I, I knew it was going to be a bad right away because I seen the band; they were young, but they're all dressed like like a church, like a church band. Oh boy! You know they all had the matching ties and matching like like they mm-hmm. they literally look like a youth group, yeah, from a church, yeah. And the lead singer, apparently, the son had a tambourine right out the gate. So I went, oh, boy. <laughs> this, this ain't going to go well. Just switch that up for some cheap bells. And they got rid of the mashed potato bar. What? The, the most fuck? talked about thing fucking every year. And I go, where's the mashed potato bar? She goes, they're not doing it no more. I go, what the fuck? Oh, so geez. usually you get up. What? I remember. No, you continue. I'll, and then I'll interject with, yeah, a, I I, ha- I can understand why this is a problem, but you continue. Yeah, yeah. So they had the like the, the get up and you get the meat and shit, and I kept the shave this and that. But then at the end, you would get a Sunday glass. You know, you would oh. make ice cream sundaes in, mm-hmm. but you'd put they'd give it to you with mashed potatoes filled up, yes. and then it was a big bar of like put your own toppings on. Mm-hmm. It was like bacon bits. It was mozzarella cheese. It was chai. It was everything you could think of that you would yeah. put. And you could just make like this Sunday that was like a mashed potato Sunday. And they didn't do it this year. And I was very disappointed because usually I just go crazy with the bacon bits and the cheese. Mm-hmm. It's fucking delicious. Uh, well, but, what I was going to say was at Christmas one year, Aunt Leslie didn't make her signature macaroni and cheese. And it was mm-hmm. never directly spoken to her but i'm was kind of worried that year that aunt leslie wouldn't be in the family anymore after oh, that it's brutal <laughs> she's never made that mistake again yep <laughs> and then and then the desserts fred usually there's like cheesecakes yeah. ice cream yeah. all this stuff this they had plates of donuts like oh, pre-made fuck. donuts oh yeah like they were big and they were sort of gourmet like they had some like cookie crumble on top of one and some like, 
you know, I don't know, fruit pebbles on the top of the other ones. Mm-hmm. But they were pre-made. These were not fresh. They didn't bring these up on the back. So they weren't yeah. from the local guy. They were grabbed at the gas station. I, I, I don't know what they were, but they, you know, they were no crow rough. nuts. They were a little rough. <laughs> so, and then we we bid our farewell. You know, I like. It's funny. There's these husbands uh, that I only see once a year at this event. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I know them. And uh, it's weird. We say it all the time. Whenever I hang out with them, it's like it really doesn't feel like a year has gone by. It feels like we were just here <laughs> at this table together. Like it's very strange. Um, but regardless, said my goodbyes. We went home. I went to bed, and then I woke up the next day, and um, my throat dead was to rough. the world, <laughs> rough. And then I that was on Sunday, and I think I. I sort of quarantined on Sunday. I just sort of laid around. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up for work Monday morning and I said, my throat, dude, hurts so bad. I was like, yep. I said, uh, I was like, can you take the boy to the bus? I said, I need to um, go down the urgent care there. Get this taken care of. And I said, right. <clears throat> and it felt like I had the, this is gross, but it felt like I had the, like, um, Sorry, I think my cat's bugging me. Oh, you're good. And uh, it felt like I had to bring something up. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Like cough something up like I had something in my throat. And I coughed something up into my mouth and realized it was like part of my throat. I thought I coughed up a lung. Like a part came up into my mouth. I went, that's like part of my throat. That is not a thing that should be coming up into my mouth. Like an alien, like a coughed up a lung, scared the shit out of me. I go, what the fuck is that? So, yeah, I ended up uh, telling the doctor that. And uh, she's laughing, you know. She's, yeah, you have strep throat. Just swollen. She was, your tonsils are so swollen, like you keep swallowing them. I'm like, oh, that makes right. sense. That makes sense, I said. <laughs> That's well, it's worth, your body will probably regenerate anything that was there, or you mistook it as a part of your throat that actually wasn't but hey yeah it was it was it was the tonsils were so swollen i felt like i had something that i had to cough up yeah you know i mean listen to me i sound like i have a trach ring and i don't have anything wrong mm. with me it's just so like, then when i would cough up my tonsil into my mouth because <laughs> it was yeah, so see, swollen now that's something your body well your body doesn't need your tonsils but yeah you should probably yeah. try to keep them if you can yeah yeah it's still they're still attached <laughs> but uh it was very disconcerting. It was a weird feeling. I was like, that's not, I was like, that don't feel right. That's new. Um, yeah, that's a new feeling as an adult. So, uh, all taken care of to give me big horse pills. Uh, and here I am, but I did lay around for two days and play games without anybody bugging me. Cause my wife was like, put this Ooh, mask wow. on and sit in your yeah. game room. Do not, you know, she, and then she, <laughs> she, like, yes, ma'am. Pirelled the whole house and I wasn't allowed to touch shit. Leave that like, alone put the dishes? in his game room yeah. to play games. Oh, no. How will I ever I said, make want, it? I know. It's like a kid who fucks up the lawn. <clears throat> they never ask him to do it again, you know? Yeah. And she was just like, you want to uh, – I was like, want me to do the dishes? She's like, no. Don't touch anything. I was like, okay. Gladly. <laughs> Gladly. 
So that's what I did. You know, I sat around. I watched a lot of stuff, right? Okay. Some game awards. Oh, yeah. I watched game trailers. I watched people reacting to the game awards. Um, <laughs> yeah. I watched, I, I watched the uh, Mario clip, the yep. Mario Brothers clip. Then I watched people reacting to the to Mario the clip. clip. Yeah. Uh, not realizing um, that hating Chris Pat, Pratt is over. But they're still doing it, and now they look right. weird. They've lost track. Right? No one cares. Or overreact. Anymore. <laughs> yeah, but they're still overreacting to it, and yeah. you're like, "Oh, buddy, <laughs> you didn't get the memo. The internet's moved on. Oh, you look foolish." Um, all that stuff. I've been having a good, good old two yeah, days. Yeah. Well, actually, if you don't mind me <clears throat> bunny trailing for a moment, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with my week. So, well, no, my wife can, and I. Um, Sat down and watched the Game Awards. Julie was actually like kind of psyched for it. So yeah. we sat down and watched it, and I got drunk. Yeah, I did. Did you? Yeah. It was it was long. It was too long. So I definitely skimmed past. Like, I, I kind of didn't, I'll be honest, didn't really care about, like, who won and nominations. I sort of skimmed <laughs> here and there. Neither did anyone else who watched. <clears throat> you well, know, you know what I see, blows I see my some... mind, Trees, is did you know this is the shortest one they've ever had? Is it really? This is the short version. The originals, uh, like last year, I think was four hours. Mm. It's too long. I mean, I, I, I stopped for the, um, the voice, uh, the God of War. Ah, uh, yes, I, that was a good speech. I like, I like him though because he's turning into Little Richard and he doesn't know it. <laughs> so I like watching him. Okay, Do you know what I mean? That's his name? Yeah, it was Chris. Uh... Hold on, I talked about it because I was really mad that the voice actress for Amicia didn't win. <clears throat> I made that joke. I was like, I'm going to let you finish, but uh, here we go. Oh, man, I must have been drunk. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Christopher Judge. That was like, Christopher Judge, I'm going to let you finish. He's who does Kratos. And I said, but Charlotte McBurney, Amicia in A Plague Tale, is one of the best performers mm-hmm. of all time. Everyone nominated as oh. a gem. I had to give her the props she deserves. But yeah. yeah. Well, he, he, right, they had to give it to him because it's like a legacy thing. Well, yeah, but he wasn't the original Kratos. He, he wasn't was, the original Kratos. He was the new one. He I was know, in the 2018. Yeah, I guess you're right. But, but, anyways, but I, he I does had amazing the, work. Don't let me devalue I, I, it. Like, everyone I, I nominated had, did amazing voiceover work. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care who won and who got nominated, who didn't win. Like, it, that, none of that concerned me. Um, I just stopped on him because I was like, hey, Little Richard's still alive. And then I stopped. <laughs> and I was like, who's that? <laughs> what the fuck's going on with this guy? Oh, no, you're not wrong. And then his voice comes out of it, and you're like, boy. That's mm, not Little Richard. Kratos. Yeah. <laughs> it's not um, Kratos either. Um, you know, and then, I'd, and then I'd fast forward some more, and then I'd stop on the girl with the nice legs once in a while in the big, weird flamingo dress. Ah, uh, like yes. Puffy her. dress, and then I'd she watch her for a little bit. She was kind of talking like the girl in She-Hulk who's like, and then it was really scary, yeah. and it was fun, <laughs> I know. and then it was really scary. I didn't know who she was. <laughs> she looked like a girl that I, I trained last week at work, but I'm just like, <laughs> whatever. At the game awards, good for her. No, she's a. I think she was one of those G four people. Not mm-hmm. to make too fine a point of it, 
And then they they hired her on for a very because all those what people didn't realize was most of those G four people don't care about being on the internet because mm-hmm. they they're like connected with like management companies in Hollywood now. Like mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they wanted G four to end. It just meant that they had other gigs. Mm-hmm. Frosk will hopefully never exist again on you know the gaming internet, but she's going off to do her shit. Her same shit, like, somewhere else. She'll be on the fucking Today Show in a week or something, you know? Like, she's going somewhere. Yeah. But. I don't know. It was, um, but I liked it. I liked all the, the trailers. I think that's, um, I like that that show endured. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, when yeah. it started out, it was sort of like, it was sort of definitely fodder for like Sam Jackson joking about you fucking the PS5 yeah mm-hmm. well yeah they just made fun of it yeah <laughs> and um so they used to just make fun of it because it was like who's it Keeley Jeff Keeley Jeff Keeley yeah you know it was like his his little darling well and he know? was Doritos and Mountain Dew's guy right like he was the first person pictured looking miserable around a bunch of Doritos and Mountain Dew so and yeah but he stuck with it he did. He scrapped up everybody he could. He tried it. It got a little bigger and a little bigger and a little bigger. And then I, I remember that like second year or so when it started getting like real exclusive trailers. Mm-hmm. So it started becoming like a thing you would wait for for trailers, right? Kind of like you'd walk your know, GDC or something. You know what I mean? Like things oh, that yeah. exclude E3, you know? But well, and because that started E3 was being so shitty this year, like right. this was E3 basically. Right. Like, yeah. But I, I'm saying. How long has this been going on for? Oh, at ten least years? ten years. Yeah. So, like, but I, I just mean it started slotting itself into one of those shows where you actually would watch it because they would have exclusive trailers. Yeah. So then it started gaining momentum, and I was like, "Cool!" And uh, but people still make fun of it, and then it started grabbing hold, and then COVID came, and you're like, "Oh, that's a bummer!" And it went online. Yeah. But here it is. Like I think this is one of the biggest. Al fucking Pacino was in it. Like yeah. yeah like, but it was one of the. It was like a big production, man, and it oh, was yeah. like a lot of people there. And it wasn't chintzy. It no. had just as much fucking production value anything of any other award show. Oh yeah. And um, I was like, good for this guy. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like yeah, his no, thing, Keely and he fucking stayed for. He stayed with it, man. Well, when everybody fucking shit on him, <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> or shit he on the, show. the line. Like some people may not like how it's gone commercial, but at the end of the day, he legitimized video games in the view of the LA entertainment scene, and that mm-hmm. is not easy to do, right? Like, and, right? I mean, um, uh, next year. Uh, security will be a big issue, <laughs> right? Wait, wait, Bill Clinton didn't win Game of the Year. Like that, like if you watch the clips of that kid, yeah, just like walking down the aisle yeah. and joining the people, it's like, um, no one noticed that, no one stopped that, right? And then when he's on stage, at, I'm like, they're talking for a long time, and no one knows who this kid is, and nobody. Seems has a list of yeah. like who the fuck's supposed to be up there. Yeah. Like, like, yo, it was funny, but I felt fucking horrible because the guy had a flawless show. And then this <laughs> yeah. fucking douche being funny or whatever, right? No, he was a protester. He was gonna try to do it. Yeah. 
He's you know what I mean, though, but it's like, but I have no idea what, but no yeah. one knows what he was. But but it's it, you know what I mean. It was like I yeah. felt bad for him, and you could see it on his face, Keely's face, when he he's like, "All right, that's it, thanks." And he had a smile, but he was like inside going, "Mother, mother." Well, and I and my concern is now Keely's got to get he's got to up his security game because oh, now clone people, right? Like people mm-hmm. who see that are going to try it next year, mm-hmm. and so. But there were a couple of things I wanted to mention to you specifically, if you don't mind, and I wanted your take on it. No, we, yeah, we can go over it a little First bit. First of all, you and I, we have differing opinions about cats. Mm-hmm. But can we, like, agree? Fucking... <laughs> Stray got nominated too much for what it is. It's a fucking cat simulator at best. It didn't do anything new. What the fuck? Well... <clears throat> Okay. I disagree. Please. Okay. I'd love to hear your opinion. Um, as far as, okay. As far as world building, uh-huh. I think it was completely original and cool. Okay. Something you haven't okay. really seen. Okay. Right. Sure. B- being a cat, right. Uh-huh. I, I would dare to say there's not many games where you play as a cat. It's fair. Other than the Avatar game on 360, yeah, I would agree. Okay, what the fuck is that though? <laughs> fucking played, fucking played that. You said they're big right? blue cats, like that's. So, I don't know. I think it was a very original game. Okay. Now, I think technically, like I first played it on a PS5, right? Mm-hmm. Then I played it on PS4. Like I thought it looked, for yeah, it was a little, it was small. Right. And all that. But again, as far as like story building, like I was I was really intrigued with that world and those robots and shit. You know what I mean? Like, I thought it was very original. Now, I mean, it's tough. You put it up against other things. Right. Everything has a different vibe. But man, there's no way you can say that game doesn't have its own vibe, man. That game. Yeah. Maybe you have a little too harsh on it. But I was like, it's a fucking cat. Like now. It's it's the replay value isn't there. Like once you kind of play it once, mm-hmm. I, I get that, you know. But it's that's really not what it was made for. It's yeah, kind of an artsy game showcase, I think, and, and I don't think a lot of gamers want to replay today's games anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I hold a lo- a pretty low value in replay value. Mm-hmm. And w- no offense to the developers who are doing it, but like a lot but of did people it win are just it- one and done. Did it win? Because like I said, I skipped a lot. Sometimes I missed I some did. of the... I, I, I remember observing that it was all God of War and... I, I, I saw your tweet when you were saying it was kind of very Sony PlayStation-centric. Mm-hmm. I you meant know? in the awards, but yeah. In the awards. Yeah. Like the, everything well, that won I mean, was pretty much a PlayStation game. But okay, but what was original on Xbox? So that was I, so this I is, played okay, Game Pass for two years. This so is the, this is the second thing that I wanted to bring up. I wanted to bring up three things. So um, the second thing was, but see, that's where I still get frustrated nowadays. It's not Xbox versus PlayStation, maybe mm-hmm. in exclusives, but I was actually talking about third party, like. Right. We didn't even see third parties take any a lot. Mm, I, I'm yeah, wrong you're... because Elden Ring took Game of the Year, right? And it took Best Direction. But even that, not to be too mean, but like that felt political too. It all felt 
designed. And I think it might have been, but that doesn't really matter because no one gives a fuck about the awards. But it, it all fell into place a little too smoothly. Mm. And, and Xbox not having exclusives there is only one, really one person's fault or one company's fault. That's a Microsoft problem. That's a Phil mm-hmm. Spencer problem. That's not a your problem. That's not a me problem. That's not a fanboy or an Xbox problem. Mm-hmm. That's So you're right. I didn't expect any exclusives there because, well, hell, I don't think Xbox released any. Right. But yeah. I was continually perplexed by the third-party games that didn't win shit. Mm. It was kind of the Sony <clears throat> show with a couple of Elden Rings sprinkled in. Do you think but that's bought and, bought and paid for sort of thing? I do, but the moment I started walking that path... Oh, boy. No, people were kind of like politely being like, check your role. Check, <laughs> like, take, take a good long look at what's going on here. Do you really think that's the case? And actually, I think the other explanation I've heard seems a lot more probable, which is that, I'm sorry, you knew this, Trees, like the One Up show. Remember mm-hmm. One Up 2006 to 2010? At least two or three people at that venue, almost by, by um, sorry, job description, had to play every game, right? Do you remember when they would just talk about a new 360 release or a PS3 release? Like, uh, multiple people had to have played it and talked about it. Mm-hmm. That's gone now. No one at Polygon plays somebody else's fucking game. It doesn't happen. No one plays everything that comes out for fun. That doesn't happen. They're too busy trying to start off their budding, you know, hydroponic career or their, <laughs> you know, their, their, their stand-up career, right? Or they're busy trying to be the next Cal Penn. Nobody's interested in actually playing games for money at these video game sites. And if I'm going to just go off the deep end on my cynicism, they all think they're smarter than all of us. I guarantee you every single candid little motherfucker writing reviews right now thinks he's 10 times smarter than all the Neanderthals like you and me who read those reviews, which we don't anymore, but like if we did. And so mm. there there came this time, I don't remember when it was, but it was roughly around 2015, 2016, where... Games Press just suddenly decided they're elite assholes living in the Pacific Northwest or West Coast, and they don't connect with their audience, where there seemed to be like a genuine concern, and maybe this is just me waxing nostalgic, and I'll I'll cop to that, but I really felt in the one-up days, and even in those early like Game Pro days, right, when Giant Bomb was getting its, or not Game Pro, um, GameSpot days when Giant Bomb was getting its start. And even the IGN house that Per Schneider built and stuff like that, like they genuinely held a concern for the listenership. And they realized that the listeners are who drives their business. And I feel like somewhere in this, this got lost. And so because Mm. of that, I think the real reason you saw God of War, Ragnarok, and various others just take it and sweep it is because it's just the game that everyone played 
Everyone at every gaming outlet could get a free copy of God of War Ragnarok. So why wouldn't they play it? It looks dope as fuck. Mm. Stray was on everything. And let's face it, my personal belief is that most of these people are lonely, shitty shut-ins who can barely keep a relationship together. And so their cat is their most important person in their life. So, of course they loved Stray. (laughs) It's your best friend and your only friend. And now you don't even need to feed the living thing in your apartment. You can live with your little digital Tamagotchi. So, and yes, I'm being cruel. But at the end of the day, I do think the real reason why that was going on had nothing to do with Sony. There was no payoffs because, frankly... Sony doesn't feel like paying Jeff Keighley to win awards matters anyway. And I'd like to believe Jeff Keighley's integrity is intact. So to that end, no, it was just a popularity contest. In fact, if anything, you can gauge popularity based off of the Game Awards. And I actually think I'm okay with that being the new kind of like what that calculates, right? It's the new way to tell what was popular among games press. Because no game could be on those awards if the games press didn't name them. Mm. Because they decide who's on the ballot. The fans can partially decide who wins. But if you saw a game just like not showing up on the ballot, which many named, and I didn't care enough to even pick one, I couldn't keep up with today's with you know, this year's games. So what the fuck do I know? Everyone who's listening Mm -hmm. knows this and you definitely know it. But like if a game got shunned, it was just because the games press didn't nominate it. (laughs) Right. You were the one. (laughs) And so there you go. But I do think the awards were predominantly. Yeah. It was what was hot. It was what everyone at Polygon played. It was what everyone at IGN played. Right, man. Yeah. I just, I like the trailers. (laughs) (laughs) I still love trailers, man. So that was the last one. Me happy. So what'd you think of Judas, the new Ken Levine joint? I thought it was uh, Bioshock Infinite Part Two. Yeah. Until they said Judas at the end. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's awesome. I think it. Yeah, yeah, that one I'm I'm really psyched for, and the other one, which I'm not as psyched for because I haven't taken the time to play through the third game, but Diablo Four was great to see. Mm. People are super psyched for that. Diablo 4. What else did I see that I liked? Uh, shit. There was so much, you know, you're like, oh, I think... There uh, were a lot of them. There was that Square Enix game that everyone's looking for that got delayed, that got a free demo. And I guess everyone who's played that demo, like, shits all over it. Like, that game's not wowing people like they hoped it would. Which one? The um, It was... It. Um, it's a female protagonist... Although that's one, not the one I was just playing the demo of, right? Not that one. You might have been. I don't know what demo. Not that Travelista. That no, that Har Harvesta. Harvest. Yeah, I think that is Harvestella or whatever. Harvestella. That's all right. Yeah. Final Fantasy sixteen. That looked pretty dope. That looks incredible. That looked, that looked bananas. Yeah. Uh, Tekken eight. No, it's not Harvestella. But anyway, continue. Oh. Tekken eight looked insane. Tekken eight. Those guys are working out over yeah, there. Yes. Those guys. Everybody's so fucking, ballooned with Street Fighter yeah. 6 and Tekken 8. Everyone's I love so buff. It. And Street Fighter Street Fighter 6 looked fucking out of control, too. Street Fighter like, 6 that game, they are going off. 
they mm. were just like they they're just like hey how crazy we were in the late 90s let's do that shit again they're just <laughs> yes because like, i told you i was games like and craziness Julia's like, do you think that game will be good? And I was like, I don't know, but I'm willing to pay $70 to find out day one. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm pre-ordering that. Yeah. I need yeah, some like, skins. That one, that one I can get behind wholeheartedly without without a hint. Big big Roman lady hugging a lion. You're just like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. And the background's Roman times. It's not even modern. I don't know. what's Are they time traveling? I don't know. But I'm ready yeah. to find out. Yeah. DJ... Doing like Fucking DJ, DJ shit from the nineties. They didn't even try. They didn't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, Julie was like, "How is this acceptable in 2022?" I said, "That guy it's is DJ. from 1995." And he's happy. Yeah, he and is. Dance. Why can't you be offended by him? He just wants you to dance. If there is no skin for those maximum pants, though, epic fail. Epic fail. Because those maximum pants are. I will buy DLC content for them. Because weren't they backward? Like they couldn't. Yes. They, they couldn't, were mirrored to answer your Yeah, they were mirrored. They couldn't figure out how to yeah. flip the sprites yeah. on that maximum. So they had to come up with a word <laughs> that you could spell it. But it was all <laughs> fucked up, right? Yes. Was that what it was? It, it spelled the same way either way? I can't remember. Yes, maximum or something. Yeah, The somehow. way they spelled it, it's like it spelled the same whichever way you look at it. Forward or back, yeah. That way, because they couldn't mirror it. Yeah. DJ's awesome. DJ DJ's awesome. And he's still doing the same shit. And uh yeah, that game's gonna be out of control. And the more they show like the um creative character stuff, he's mm-hmm. like, what is going on? Oh, there's some monetization stuff that they're hinting at that looks scary as shit, and it's probably yeah. gonna make me frown. But uh, I don't know uh, that I'm gonna care with just what that base package is dude, shaping up to be. Did you know how much do you see the games I buy? Yes. In the fucking DLC oh, no. I buy for shit? You'll be fine. I own all the DLC for Comic Mechanic Simulator for fuck's yes, sake. Yes, you do. You don't think I'm throwing money at Street Fighter Six? No, I know I, you are. They, they better come out with one of those six-button controllers, too, because uh, oh, the, my, the brain is, oh, yeah. my brain is wired mm-hmm. in a way that I can't play Street Fighter with, like, pre-programmed buttons oh yeah and if not hori's got you covered yeah hori will release something it always comes out at target when you and me were playing street fighter 4 yeah on the ps3 Mm -hmm. like i loved those six button controllers they put out oh yeah for that game street fighter those was so nice i wish they carried over the new ship but they used like a usb dongle that didn't work like with ps4 and shit i was was like man um, I think the Xbox ones work, but I think yeah, if you look for the, them, they're like a hundred dollars because they're wired. Yeah, the PlayStation ones didn't though because I no, tried. They them. had that Bluetooth dongle or whatever. I was so mad. I was like, man, these are perfect. I had to sell them. Um, but anyways, that yeah, that looked great. Uh, that looked great. You know what in a though, goofy, trees? What? There is a Saturn USB gamepad. Mm-hmm. That I bought for my Mister, and because it's USB, it just works in a lot of consoles. But you don't know how it works. I bet there's going to be something like that you could totally use. Either way, you'll be you'll be set. I can't promise it's going to be wireless, but you'll be set. Yeah, 
Well, either way, you know, you know, I'm buying brand, you know, shiny brand new ones if they have them. Of course. So that's how that will work. Because, uh, <clears throat> you know, I got to introduce my son to Street Fighter. Hell yeah. So he needs to learn properly. And uh, <laughs> I love it. I love going from the wacky late 90s era Capcom craziness to like full on, like full blown crazy anime Tekken 8, like fucking drama. Right. Yeah. People yelling at each other in Japanese and like slamming heads through buildings. You're just like, what is going on? This is all great. All of this is great. Um, I don't know how I feel about Armored Core. Uh, no one's ever played it. Well, I, I've Armored dabbled Core in six, Armored Cores yeah. before. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, and From Software has always done the Armored Cores, right? Yes, yes. I think people forget that. They're like, oh, From Software is making an Armored Core. It's Dark Souls, but with robots. Like, no, they've always made Armored Cores. I'm pretty sure um, they did it from the from, beginning. Yes, from Software, yep. people think From Software is um, like this new developer yeah. that, that showed up and made Demon Souls. It's like, no, they did fucking like 8-Bit Hero and all these cool fucking games a long time ago. Yeah, they, um, did, they did King's, what is it? King's something. Which was like the proto Dark Souls, and no one seems King's to Quest. Know. King's Quest, yeah, Kingsfield. That's what it is. King's Kingsfield. Field. Kingsfield. That was on the original <clears throat> Xbox. No, it started on PlayStation and went to PlayStation Two. Yes, PlayStation. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. I had that game. They did Metal Wolf Chaos. No one plays that. No one plays Ninja Blade. I play lots of From Software shitty games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Eight Bit Hero. They never made a. Oh yeah, uh, 3D dot game heroes is what you're. 3D got. I keep saying eight bit hero. No, you're good. Uh, yeah, 3D got. Yeah, they never made a sequel to that. That was a fun little Zelda. No, although for those that are interested in checking that out, it used to be worth like 150 to 100. Um, that's come down in price. I was looking yeah. to sell it. A buddy wanted to. Not a buddy. A person wanted to buy my copy, and I looked it up on price charting. It's like 47 bucks, and I was like, Nah, I ain't gonna part with it for that. Um, mm. but that means you can probably pick up a copy for 40 to 50 bucks, especially yeah. if you want disc only, you could probably go cheaper, but like, yeah, 50, 60 bucks, you can get yourself a box copy, wow. which I think is what we paid for that back in the day. I think that's what I paid <clears> for it when I bought it new. Yeah. Well, mm. anyway, I'm a, co- I'm a armored core four. It's Looks six. It's six. Six. I mean, sorry. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Armored Core 4 was right? on the 360. Yes. I, I lose track of it. But that looks pretty intense. And I'm like interested to see what if they've sort of modernized it at all. Because it was a hardcore. That was like I a hardcore. Yeah. It was a very hardcore strategy, like fucking. Yeah, minutia. it's not quite front mission Pre- or what's that one that had the crazy controller on the original Xbox? Steel Battalion. Yes. It's not quite those. That. But it's but still, it's, it, it's but there. it's also not Sega's, uh, what was, what was Sega's, uh, hang on or whatever, or no, um, oh, what is it called? What's the Sega arcade game where you play as the mechs? It's on virtual on virtual on. Yes. Which oh. I found out, did you know that that's backward compatible and you can buy it on the Xbox one? Yeah. I remember they put out a version of it somewhere. Yeah, so I always look at the backward compatible games that are on sale, 
right. Yeah. But I found the section in the store, which is not easy to find. Microsoft mm. needs to fix that. Where you could look at all, I think it's like 567 backward compatible games that you can buy. And it's you'll pay like 10 to 15 bucks a piece. But for some of us, that's worth it. And there's some impressive games in there. And one of those was Virtual On. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. My buddy had that when it came out for the Dreamcast, and he had the little controllers for it. Yeah, the dual. I remember going over. Yeah, I remember going over his uh, his apartment, and he had it. Play it. Yeah, the video game um, at the uh, Midwest Gaming Classic, they've even got the Saturn ones, which that mm. Saturn Virtual on controller is like not cheap with the twin yeah. sticks. Yeah. It's but, tough um, though. It looks like you could drop a fucking grenade on it, and it'd be fine. There used to be a mech game. I can't remember on the Xbox. I used to play it all the fucking time. And I, I can't remember the name of it. Phantom Dash or something? Or Phantom? Oh, no, that ain't oh, right. I know what you're talking about. Phantom Crash. Phantom and Crash? The, and I think it was called Phantom Crash. And, the, and they used to call the mechs. I remember the name of the mechs. Was the, they called them Scoobies. Like that was the name Holy of them shit, in the right. game. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> that was like a fast-paced sort of like virtual on-ish Small arena type. Oh, it's type. on original Fucking... Xbox. Yeah, original Xbox. I used to love it. I might have this game. And yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. A sequel was released exclusively on PlayStation 2 called Steel Lancer Arena International by Konami. Well, how would you know that's the same thing? I don't know. SLAI. Mm-hmm. I am looking at this box art right now, Trees, and it apparently mm-hmm. came out in America. Like, it's like Gandalf. It's like, I have no memory of this place. Uh-huh. Holy shit. And it was online. Hmm. Okay, I got to know what a copy of this goes for. Holy shit. Steel Lancer Arena International. Yeah, I can get a copy on oh, yeah. eBay right now for like, I can get a complete inbox for 18 bucks. Really? It's probably <clears throat> shit, but like. Well, Phantom, the original Phantom Crash was pretty dope. Speed, it, it, stealth, survival. I love that tagline. Yeah, it was fun. And I, I just remember that the um, the name of the mechs were called Scoobies, and you can customize them and paint them and shit. Yep, that's what it says, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was, it was very arcadey. That was a good one. So, and I don't know if Armored Core 6 will be that. Doesn't look it. No, it looks a tad more serious. No, people than don't remember how. I, I will just say this, just to warn people: people don't remember how specific those games were. Um, yeah. I don't think. I think those are going to go over like a fart in church. The, think so? Yeah, the Armored Core fans will be well pleased. Mm. I don't think anyone else will be. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um. Death Stranding oh, 2, my favorite yeah. delivery DS2. guy, is back. I could not believe Sam it Bridges. was called Death Stranding 2. What do you think it was going to be called? I don't know. Something crazy? Something crazy? I Anything but that. I liked it. It's like they that had Simpsons. The BB. You know what would have been better than nothing? Anything. They had the, they had the BB yep. living outside its little bottle. And Moving, taking care of it. It grew. It grew. Got some BB hair. with tentacles. You know, I don't know what that was. That was at the know. end. That was a mutation. But that was, but in the beginning, right? That's what that was. It was like, 
they showed the broken baby jar. Yes. Yeah, so and she was. They, they she had that baby. BB to live outside of the jar. Yeah. And then was getting big, and then when it got shot and died, then they showed it forming back inside the tank. Yeah. Some stuff going on there. <laughs> I. <laughs> I had to replay. Um, re give Death Stranding another go. People are like, "No, you you put eight hours in. I don't think you're going to want to do it again." And I was like. I was playing it on PC and it was the non-director's cut version. Let me give it a try in my old recliner on console. I hate to say it, but there are many times where I've played a game on PC that I'm like, if I was playing this on console, I probably would have stuck with it. Mm, I, I like Death Stranding. This sounds weird. The thing everybody made fun of, mm-hmm. like the traversal and like delivering shit, mm-hmm. you know me. That's, you love that. That's what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted to do that and get more money, like get better and like better things to deliver with and like go further. Did not like when it got all dark. I did not like the enemy, like fucking whale. whatever they were. No, the, the, oh, the other dudes that were about. everywhere yeah, yeah. all the time trying to hunt you down. Um, like there was a couple, right? There was the dudes that looked like military guys. Look like storm so there were those guys, and then there were then the, there was uh, the goo, the goo people, the goo people that you had to tiptoe around. Yeah, and then I, I before I moved to the next chapter or section, you kind of had to be, fight the big goo monster whale the thing. Wheel, yeah, and then that's kind of when I stopped playing because I was yep. just like, I that was, was where like, I stopped. I, yeah, yeah, I was like, I don't know, man. I I like the, the move, walking around and shit. So, and I liked building things right and leaving things behind for the people and shit i liked it but I all of it. so i don't know i always said i should go back and put it on easiest setting they have see what's mm-hmm. going on i will say this for that trailer um i love that is it exists mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i love that it's as serious as a heart attack but makes no sense <laughs> Like, I fucking love it. They lean into it. Yeah. He leans into it hard. Like, that big ship comes out of the goo. It has a, it's a big metal gear. It's just like, yeah, that's a big metal gear head. Yep. And then, like, you know, it's just making these big fucking Godzilla sounds. You're like, yeah, it's pretty good. Girl's crying for no reason. Come with me, Sam. Join my crew. And he's fucking got gray hair. He's like, fuck yeah. Rip Van Winkle. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, yeah, more of that. Then then you think it's over, but then it cuts to like a soundtrack thing with a guy playing a guitar. And he's like, I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> Squid tentacles inside the fucking it's little fantastic. tank. You're right, right? So And he has a kick ass logo. If yes. nothing else, Kojimo has the most metal fucking game. I thought it was great with the Foxhound logo. logo and it's even better now when it went yeah. Koji Pro. Yeah, so I love it. So, you know, and many more things, right? And the Mario clip. Who didn't yeah. love that Mario clip? That, that Mario cool. clip was fun as shit. People were like, it was fan service. And I was like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, that's what the whole movie is going to be. <laughs> Douche. Like, <laughs> what do you think well, it's no, going to be? Like, seriously, I don't know if you listen to much video game podcasts of the absurd type, but like I've heard on multiple shows, people are like, yeah, like... Uh, I mean, I guess it's not for us. I guess it's for kids. And it's like, 
yeah, fucking man child. Like, yeah, it's okay if you like it. But no, they're not catering to your fucking incel ass. Like, yeah, sit the, down. The ga- here's, here's a newsflash. The games are for, the ki- uh, for kids, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> my son's no six. He beat Mario Odyssey on his own. Choice, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, my son beat Odyssey when he was five, so... Uh, games are for kids well what keeps cracking me up is how games press especially the ones that were like in their 50s when they started having kids right like i've learned that like games press is now how like hollywood was right where Mm -hmm. like rob schneider has his his two-year-old at 51 right like that's how games press is and so they're like just now what cracks me up is they're used to being the experts on stuff and they're talking to us about being parents and it's like yeah fucko like yeah mm-hmm. we've done this already no it's okay you're not the expert on this one it's fine just come over here yeah, s- sit down i, I see <laughs> i seen this guy he's watching the tra- watching the clip <clears throat> and you could see on his face smiling but but waiting for his moment you know to shit on it yeah yeah, and the, so, like the minute there's a Chris Pat Pratt line, before he even gets out one word, he's just like throwing his hands up. Oh, it just takes me out of it. I mean, it looks great, but I mean, this is still just and I'm like, no, it takes me out of it. The fact that you're a grown man, it looks like you haven't got a haircut in fucking eight months. It takes me out of it. Like, what the fuck? You know what the joke is? But You're both going to see it in the first month of it coming out? I think. One, I think his voice is, I've said it already. His voice is fine. It is it's what it fine. has to be. It's fine. It's fine. And I think, um, yeah, that movie looks, that looks, the way they imagined, like, the Mushroom Kingdom and what it's doing. Mm-hmm. And so it's a bit, they showed Mario make a Toads for fuck's sake. Yeah. Give me a break. Yep. All right? Yep. <laughs> they had little work helmets on. Little hot hats on. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> You know, so, I, I haven't seen people complaining that um, that they made Mario look like a, a noob. You know, like, oh, they made him look, look at him, they made my man look weak. It's like, yeah, because he hasn't learned yet. Yeah. You can clearly tell, like, I hate. This is 1985, Mario. I just, I just hate people that can watch a trailer and they're too busy complaining about it to actually watch the trailer. Because if you did... You would know the story is that he's brought there and they train him. <laughs> Fucking yeah, but <laughs> and then he becomes Mario. The like, of course they're gonna do that. Like, I thought it looks fantastic. My son's psyched, and I think it's um, just Got made me smile. Anya Taylor Joy talk sounds like she's leaning into Peach. Fine, I think Key is gonna steal the show. I think mm-hmm. Key and Jack Black as Bowser, like Key as Toad and Jack Black as Bowser, are probably going to. Mm-hmm really steal like the limelight i'd love to be wrong there i'm fine if i'm right if i'm right but like yeah so yeah it's good it's good good but uh yeah man all right well that was a lot yeah well and i kept you talking i know you're not feeling great but let's jump into the games of the week i get to go first but i'll let you uh Chime in where something's relevant to you. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, trees. I've started playing Fortnite again. <laughs> Aren't we all? Well, it was funny. My daughter bought the battle pass, and I was like, "Why'd you buy the battle pass?" And she goes, "You earn it back, Dad. Why wouldn't you buy the battle pass?" Right. You just play through it, and you get and it back. My wife looks at me, and she's watched seasons of The Witcher with me, 
And she mm-hmm. goes, yeah, you can get Garlt. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, of course you can. I don't fucking know you. But you want Garlt. <laughs> Geralt, yeah. But Geralt. here's the thing. Gerald. <laughs> yes, Gerald. Um, that is, so all I'll say is there's not much to say, but so far, cause it's early on, but that unreal five update is incredible. So you're, you're playing it on what? PC series X. Really? Yes. And if you change your frame rate, well, you might so, already have it on this from 120 frames a second to 60 frames. As long as it's on the 60 frame setting in your settings, it's unreal 5.1. I've been in my settings and I can't find anything like that. Like any, if you do not see a frame rate choice, then that means the system detects that you should only do 60, which means you're on the updated version. No matter what. Okay. But, and it's subtle to, if you're not looking for it, but it's like, it's actual reflections. So in the water, you see the actual reflections in the windshield, and the back window of you, like your cars, you see actual reflections. Shadows mm-hmm. are real. Lighting's real. When you shoot, like if you go into a dark room and shoot in the corner, you'll see like the muzzle flash and stuff like that. Like that's all new. That just wasn't there before. Mm. And so it's it's cool to see, but it's it's tech demo shit, right? Like at the end of the day, my wife my my wife actually saw what I was talking about and kind of dug it, and my buddy. Um, who was over and is a is a like a, a freelance mobile developer. Like mm-hmm. he he thought it was cool to see. Like he knows Unreal tools better than me. Um, but for me yeah. and and Julie talking to me, like yeah, just just seeing the the technical changes. <clears throat> to me, it's night and day. If people don't see it, that's fine. But if you want to see a- it, like just go to the Digital Foundry video. They'll show you yeah. before and after. Maybe I will because I'm a dope. Because I played so much Fortnite, and I honestly thought this update was for PCs. So to oh, me, it just know. looks like Fortnite. So I'm just like, I don't know, it looks like Fortnite. It so does. I didn't even know yeah, it my came daughter to felt the, Xbox. the same way until I started pointing it out. But yeah, it's real shadows, real lighting, real reflections. It's it's hmm. cool. So, and it's native 4K. So yeah, get to Doom Guy. Me and my son are both yeah. on the Doom Guy page. Already, so. so is Doom is Doom guy available yet? Yeah, he's on like the fourth page of the battle pass. He's oh, not even like okay. he, he's not even the end dude. He's like on the fourth yeah, page. He's early, yeah, yeah, he's early. So it's like I me and my son already. The big reward right is because Geralt is also like he's a timed he's, event, like later in the month. Yeah, so the the end guy of the battle pass is like their character. I forget his name, but he's like a boss guy. And you get him oh. earlier in the battle pass, mm-hmm. but then the final version of him is at the end of the battle pass. And it is kind of dope. It's, okay. He sort of has this medieval armor that sort of yes. like comes around him like Iron Man. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like the emote of uh twin where he puts on the visors uh-huh. and it turns into the girl. Yeah. Same thing. It's like, it's an emote where all of a sudden his armor, like you put his armor on. It's pretty dope looking. That's he cool. just, he looks like a power ranger. looks like, a crazy medieval Power Ranger, but and his um, he might have the best parachute of them all. Oh yeah, they just they just like the same color as his armor. It's all white and gold. They're just steps that form as he walks down. That's so amazing. he's like you just walk down like out of the sky, but it's just steps. <laughs> Love you it. could 
like Google that. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. It's like, yeah, I want that. That's pretty badass. You just walking down. Yeah, I want to check out the upgrade. So I just watched the cutscene, started a mm-hmm. game of uh, Battle Royale. I think I got third place. So leveled up like I, I obviously went straight for the challenges. Mm-hmm. So I leveled up to like level six or something in a single match. And that's where I'm at. But yeah, me and my son are in, the, in our 30s already. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> and it's the 14 days of Christmas started today. Did oh, you really? go on and get your? Did you get your present today? I haven't booted in, but I can after I'm done. So every day you log in and there's a <clears throat> little lodge you go to. Okay. And you can pick a present every day, and you get nice. something. Do that. So I today I got a Santa Claus flyer. So nice. I had some weird graffiti picture of a Santa Claus screaming <laughs> on the top of it. Um, but yeah, I'm not um not digging not digging this new. This new uh You like the motorbikes? I don't like the weapons. Ah, okay. I don't think any of the weapons I I just I miss the machine guns from the last one. I get that. I'm an this SMG one, player, so yeah. yeah oh, okay. So they have plenty of those. Um yeah. and they have a little pistol gun, but they seem to run out of bullets very fast. You have to um, plan for them, yes. They they have a assault rifle, but it is not Oh, any so winner is like accurate. Myriad of assault rifle. Yes, I like okay. from the last one they had the hammer assault like rifle the and the, just stuff, the comp. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. this one they have a red dot. Yep. Um, but it the rate of fire is not. It's very. It's weak. The recoils on all these guns are bananas. It's like yeah. it's like, uh, and then they have a regular assault rifle that like kind of like the accuracy on it is really bad. Mm-hmm. So then there's some shotguns. The shotguns are the shotguns. Um, shotguns are effective, all- but I don't love using them. Yep. They have this weird night rifle or whatever that shoots like a rail gun. It shoots like this explosive like sword, nice. purple sword. Uh, but they're like one shot quick, and then you got to reload it. They're, eh, they're okay. There's a bunch of arrows, like um, yeah. crossbows or whatever. Yeah, they I saw ex- my daughter become Katniss Everdeen. Yeah. Yep, there's explosive ones, shock ones, and there's ones called stink ones, which I yep. don't know what that does. I can't wait. I've shot people with them. Um, it's a rocket launcher, and then... It's the rocket launcher, yeah. And you, there's two other weapons that you only get through the perks. Mm-hmm. So now you pop those perks off every, like, minute or two or whatever. Yep. Have you done... All right. And there's actually a combat shotgun Nice. That you can only get through that. Like it pops up, like you can pick it. It's like the best shotgun, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a tactical assault rifle. I bet you like that. That has like that has a scope with like a red dot. I haven't got it yet. I've seen other people shoot me with it. My son <laughs> said my son said it's in the in the perks, but I haven't got it yet. Gotcha. Um, I haven't come across it. Maybe um, you're not bad enough to need it. I guess. And then and they got DMRs in there still. Uh, oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I like those. But I don't, I'm just not comfortable with any of those weapons. We do all right. We win. We get our victory royales here and there. That's um, but it's Christmas week, Fred. So, like, it's it's. I, I do love well, how they update that game. We've got, like, a week and a half. But, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know what We're I mean. It's Christmas enough. countdown to Christmas. Yes, so, kind of like what they did with Halloween. They have some Christmas stuff going on um 
there's Christmas trees and presents and all the bushes have Christmas lights in them. Um, I, I do like how they update like that mm-hmm. on the fly. Yep. Um, the battle bus is like all candy cane yeah, colored all, and stuff. Yeah, and there's a big, big inflatable Santa Claus for the like with balloon. Yeah. And my son discovered Santa Claus today. Oh. So in I the snowy. In Fortnite. Yeah. In the snowy land, uh, Santa's driving a Christmas big rig around with two bodyguards and you he throws presents out i love it and you can like attack them and blow them up and shit i don't know but he's around fucking Fortnite, Fortnite man yeah and there's a snow there's a snowball launcher because his mission oh, i saw that yeah and uh kill people with the snowball launcher and all types of shit so that game's kooky man yeah it's it's the right kind of bad shit i will tell you i'm not gonna play it even a fraction of the amount i used to but I'll keep it installed. So. I can't stop. I can't stop. I can tell. I you are way more guy. invested than me. You're way more built for that than I am, but but I'll still have fun with it. So Yeah. All right. Well, so the next thing I've been playing is, as I talked about last week, was Oblivion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Classic Oblivion. Yeah, I got, real, I got real hooked into that game, especially right after we did our last show. You know, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, that was it was a ways ago, right? We're a few days off. So it was probably like, you know, nine days ago or something. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you ever experienced this. And I know this is common, but it's new to me. I was playing Oblivion. I was working my way through the Mages Guild. I had completed every single task the Mages Guild had for me for recommendations from every town. And I got to the last quest that I had done. But this may not be the last one that other people do, right? It just depends on the order you do them in. <clears throat> and you may or may not remember this if you did the Mage's Guild in Oblivion. But there's a task you have to do where a mage sends you to the well around back. And you have to retrieve a ring for him. And when you get down there, you'll find out the well is filled with water, so you can barely breathe, and the ring weighs 150 pounds. Oh. So what all the cocky little common, like, people who frequently play these games will say to you is, well, then when that ring over encumbrances you, you just need to click on the guy that had it before and put it back on him and then come back later. But that's just not what I'm used to, and I'm used uh-huh. to doing this, so I dropped it. And there's a glitch in the game where if you drop it in the well, it's gone forever. It just glitches out and disappears. Mm. <clears throat> As such, I cannot complete the quest. As no. such, I can't complete the mages' guild. No. And that really just chafed my ass. Mm-hmm. Especially because I'd put, like... Like a dozen hours into doing these quests already, right? Like, I'd done a bunch of other quests, and now I just got to sit there. And what's worse is it sits there in your undone quests, and like it reminds you, hey, maybe you should complete this. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Ugh. So Oblivion rubbed me the wrong way, and I stopped playing yeah. it completely. Yep. I can see that. I'm not saying I won't go back to it. In fact, I'm tempted to go back to it now. And there's other guilds. There's the Thieves Guild. There's the Fighter Guild. Thing like that. 
We'll see. We'll see. Um, it's one of those things where I'm on the cusp of... Same thing with Witcher 2. I played about halfway through Witcher 2. I appreciate what it's doing. Witcher 3 did it better. Yes, mm. I'd like to go back and experience Witcher 2, but I'd really like to experience it in the Witcher 3 engine. And since I can't, I'll watch the video on fucking YouTube and I'll play Witcher 3. Mm. So we'll see. For now, I'm not discouraged, but I hate how Oblivion and stuff like that and just Bethesda titles with those complex systems in general can have stuff like that happen. Yeah. I don't think there's a Bethesda game that doesn't have a story like that. There's probably multiples, actually. Mm-hmm. I've been warned already that there are multiple guilds where you're doing those tasks and you can get stuck in an unwinnable circumstance multiple mm. times. So somebody was like, oh, strap in. That can totally happen with the Thieves and Fighters Guild, too. So you better be prepared. And that's where I start going, well, do I even want to fucking do this then? Mm. So I go back and forth. I'm not calling foul yet, but I'm pumping the brakes a little bit. A little bit. So I can see that. That's a bummer. Yeah, it is what it is. So, but I'm I'm tempted to, no pun intended, get back on the horse. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's mm. really no pun intended because I can't even remotely afford a horse <laughs> right now. So, uh, there you go. Let alone horse armor, which I have the game of the year edition. So I have that. And then the you other thing the that's weird armor. for me is I don't know if you ever played these. If you played all of Oblivion, I have the Knights of the Nine and Shivering Isles DLC. And from day one, like they want me to go do it. And that game is not a level thing, right? The enemies scale for you. So if you stay at level one, you can still play it. So part of me is like, maybe I should just go play Knights of the Nine and Shivering Isles because that's the part of Oblivion that like most game players have never played, right? Mm. Like, I don't know. We'll see. So I never played a lot of Oblivion. I mean, I played it, Mm -hmm. but that was back when I really did not like that sort of fucking orc and like that fancy world (laughs) yeah high fantasy yeah i don't even know if i'd call it high fantasy it's just fantasy (laughs) Mm. but we'll see we'll see if i stick with it so the next two i definitely want to talk to you about so first one is sonic frontiers oh yes trees i have put some time into sonic frontiers probably more than me (laughs) i'm sure of it I've played it. I played it this week too, but I'm sure you played more than me. Well, so let's let's start with the easy thing because I think mm-hmm. you'd completed the first island by the time we last talked. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in the desert world. Yes, so am I. Um, but I'm like done with it. But anyway, so that game, like so many Sonic games, has a fucking terrible first impression. Oh my God. I could not stop bitching about this game. I'm sitting there on my throne of shit, just looking like the goddamn Grinch. You couldn't have put something in my mouth that would have soured my face more. Just bitching about every square inch of this dog shit experience. Wondering why the fuck I'm even playing it. And my wife was definitely curious. It, what the hell? Did the Sonic team just, they just don't think that the rules of basic, (laughs) I don't know, user 
yeah, like I don't know. Like the the UI is shit. It's confusing. It's baffling. It's very confusing. They don't I've... explain anything to you, and that's supposed to be cool. Um, not to be rude, but like Sonic doesn't control a whole lot better than he did in the Dreamcast I, game. To to be fair, okay. Uh, I think people that make like from software that makes like Elden Ring. Uh huh. I think they think they're being cool by not explaining shit. Uh huh. I do not think that was an intention of the yes, Sonic. Teams. I will give it to you. I don't. I do not believe they're like, yeah, let's make this weird. Well, yeah, I have a theory, cool. actually, because all my Sonic friends love this game from start to finish. Like, especially Ali, like he was like, yeah, no, I, I, I don't see what you're talking about. I think it's that the Sonic team is like, well, the only people who are going to buy this are our fucking fans and they're fine with it. And if I could say anything to the Sonic fans, it's like, y'all got Stockholm Syndrome. Like, it can be better than this. No, I don't mean the game. I, I'm actually going to finish this up just to foreshadow with some very positive things. I am very eager to continue playing this game and I will probably complete it. I'm talking about initial impressions. I'm mm-hmm. like, here we go again. <laughs> Sega doesn't know how to make fucking Sonic games. What happened? Right? Like, like the Genesis ended and they've never gotten back to it. Like they just don't know. I have not played a large portion of the 3D games, but most people speak very endearingly of Sonic Adventure 1 and 2, saying it was, in many ways, some of the best the 3D Sonic games have to offer. And if that's your if that's your apex, holy shit, I'm in trouble. Because this, this was like, ugh. Ugh. And gross. And I don't feel like that at all. I every time I turn it on and play it, I have a pretty good time. So I'll finish this with I'm about ten hours into this game now. Mm-hmm. And I did not feel that way after hour like three. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, it was just so like I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. None of this makes sense. <laughs> Sonic controls like shit. He controls like shit, I'm sorry. Especially with this wall run and shit like that. I got the controls down, but it's it's goofy as fuck. It's um, unpredictable. <laughs> I don't know if Sonic Team has been alerted, but in today's society, and this has been true since like 2001, the right stick lets you control the camera and it's kind of largely understood that you don't take control away from the player in the middle of a task no matter what you think is important. Mm-hmm. But they don't know that because they will fucking take the control away from you and reorient the camera any way they fucking please whenever they want to in this game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You collect all kinds of shit. You don't know what it's for, but who cares? And trust me, it all gets revealed, so it's fine. It works out in the end. Trust me, it works out in the end. Um, and... Oh, I don't even... Oh, I couldn't save, so I couldn't quit, so I was held under duress for the first two hours of the game. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's very weird in the beginning. Yeah, you have to get to um, basically, like, the third part of the first island. You have to unlock the first Chaos Emerald. That's what the litmus is. 
which is like two hours in. And until you do that, you can't save. And that's jarring. Mm. <laughs> but, so yeah, at the beginning of this, I was like, I'll give trees this. <laughs> it is the most unique game I have played in 2022. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. You are right. And I think that's what kept me going because I was like, no, this game is too fucking weird to let it go. I can't. I have to see this through. Not necessarily to the end, but I had to see it through to the end of the first island. And I'm glad I did. I believe I use terms like baffling. Yes, and that works. confusing. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I believe I didn't know what to make of it. I still don't, you but I still find it You can get stuck on a fun. loading screen forever if you don't choose to press the button to get out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, they don't, they don't tell you that right? you're on a loading screen. screen. Yeah. yeah. It was like forever. Who did? Oh, my God. I don't even want to speculate. It doesn't it's, matter. I like... I like the way they do the counting down for like the things you need. Mm-hmm. Like like when you go up to something and it says you need five keys. Yes. But you're like, I have five keys. Right. And what they mean is. You need five uh, more. You need five more. Yeah. Because everything I walked up to, it said needed zero. Because I was a big like cover all the icons thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's weird. But yeah, you're yeah. Right. it means you need. X more. Yeah. Yeah. So if you got one more, then it would say four. But my brain is like, he's, it's telling me what I need to enter. No, no, no. No, it's telling, it's telling you how many me more what, you need. Yeah. What's, it's very confusing. Yes. And so, a lot of systems in play going on there. Yes. But, but I unlocked that first Chaos Emerald, saved and quit, and trees. Mm-hmm. And may or may not have been under the influence of something. Yeah. I came back. Pushed it. And I I fucking had a blast hours three through like six. It's fun. It yeah, is one- really fun the way that those challenges start to populate themselves. They are trying to crib from everything Nintendo's done in the history of Nintendo, mm-hmm. but they don't know why Nintendo does it. So... It's so misplaced, but it works. Mm-hmm. Like um, finding signs. To me, that's very similar to like the the moons in Odyssey, but they don't know why Nintendo did that. So they just <laughs> arbitrarily put signs all over the fucking place. But mm-hmm. you know what? It's not bad. Well, I like those signs. Sometimes guessing well, what to do is borderline impossible. I jumped through the hoops Constantly, only to find out I had to stand into the middle of that hoop and then run in a circle like a treadmill. Mm-hmm. I never would have known that. There's, I like the ones that pop up energy balls. Uh-huh. And you got to, like, knock them through hoops like yes, a basketball. Yes, like that, yeah. Those are fun. Like basketball. And then some you just stuff. make a circle. Some mm-hmm. you just make a circle around something. Some, you, it has to be nighttime. Some, it has to be daytime. No, nighttime's fun because a random slot machine pops up. Yes. Um, and the and the meteor shower. Yeah. And you in the more meteors you grab are like coins to make the thing go, but uh-huh. you're not pulling a slot handle nope, or making it's just it stop. Itself. Just does it. Whatever. You don't even look at it. No. Nope. Just doing shit. I loved it. That's good. Yeah. Um, it's great. Fishing was great. I did the entire first islands and I caught everything, trees. 
And Trees, I wanted to send you a picture and I forgot to, and I'm just remembering this now. <laughs> the shit you pull out of that lake. Yeah, I got like a spring. <laughs> you can get a spring. Uh, Cans. Queens. Everything. You can get a Sonic 2 end of the level um, banner with Robotnik on it. Yep. You can pull out the craziest fish that should never be co-existing. I pulled a koi out, a goldfish, a barracuda. What was the robot that? fish? The, ro- the robot fish. fish. There's the fish with the um, the one that lives in the deep, the deep dark, which has the mm-hmm. little glowing bulb out on. There's like a giant there's swordfish from like marine fishing. Yes, like a marine fishing you catch. Yeah. It's great. I it's love great. It. Um, can you go back to an island? Because yes. I didn't. I couldn't. I didn't do all the fishing, and then I could never find Big the Cat because he wasn't. <laughs> Yes. On the map is an icon. He's so, just in one of those like gates. Yes. But it doesn't tell you which one. And so I, I never found him again. I never found him again. So if you're so. looking at the map, he's the farthest east north. Northeast. So you know that big arena area that looks like it's little like glass glass bridges that all meet in this central arena? Yeah. Just to the east of that. So beyond that. Okay. There is a throne that looks like it's a cyberspace entrance. Right. But it's Bigs the Cat. Okay. I want to go back there and fish because I didn't get everything. Yes, and and uh, I did that too. When I got to the new island, the first thing I did was I switched to the map. And there is a button prompt in like the lower left that says change island. And you can just rapid change it. Yes. Okay. So I'm happy to tell you that. You can do that at any time. I want to do that because, uh, yeah, it is this very light... Uh, fast travel. You can walk to like the little dudes. If you do all but the there's fishing, there's not a lot will, of them. No, if you do all the fishing and you 100% the map, you unlock the ability to basically fast travel the whole map. Nice. You want to do that. So I completely did the first full map. Okay. I unlocked everything, did all the signs. There's 26 of them. Have you, you 26 signs? You unlock the whole map. Have you like S ranked? All the cyber levels, because those things get fucking brutal. Did, except for one. And oh it's my the God. hardest cyber you. level in the game. You ready? 1-2. It's one of the earliest ones. Is that one that's broken? Are people talking about yes. one that's broken? It's that one. Okay. Because after that, while it was a challenge to S-rank everything... I did do it. So I've unlocked every single key in everything in the first island. I even found the way to get to the secret island. 1-7 cyber is oh. off on like a remote island and you have to figure out how to unlock a rail that will take you to it. Mm. Yes. And I figured it out. It's kind of goofy. And Good I did it without you. a guide. However, I'm not above guides. Hold on. Oh, okay. Cool. That wasn't my wife saying, shut the fuck up. Okay. Well. <laughs> um, I'm not above guides because I had to use them and I'll get to that in a minute. But yes, I basically 100%ed the first island, but not. I didn't get all the hearts. There are many hearts I haven't gotten. And mm. I didn't do all of the combat encounters because okay. I hate that airborne thing where you have to run on its tail and beat it. It is cool though, isn't it? It's cool, but I don't want to go find all of them. There's like six of them on the island. I didn't want to take the time. It's it's tedious to fight. 
It's it is it's it cool is. looking, and, and sometimes, but it's tedious to kill. Actually, it's not even tedious to fight. It's tedious to kill. Well, the problem with those those big guys is sometimes it zooms out in a weird way that you can't tell what hit you and what you're supposed to be yeah, jumping so the, at. I'll get to those big so. guys in a second. I'm seriously talking about the ones that fly with the rainbow yeah, banner two. behind them. Yeah, where I you have to when jump on them and the, run up them. That's yeah, yeah. I don't like it. But <laughs> the big guys. Yes, those are fucking stupid. Um, I have a miss, lot of negative things to miss, say about these. Hit a miss running up those lakes. Only, only the Sonic fucking team would be like, so what we're going to do is we're going to make it like impossible for you to do the most menial tasks. And it'll be fucking hilarious. You'll love it. You'll spend forever. You'll love it. And I'm like, no, this is fucking dumb. I don't like it. They can kiss my ass. <laughs> those those big boss designs are stupid. However, did, uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, go. No, go ahead. Go. However, well, I needed a guide because I also didn't like the graveyard puzzle in the first island, which is a necessary puzzle. Mm-hmm. The taking of the lights. Nah, fuck that. I, mean, I did it for like I mean, fifteen minutes and got lost like some stupid motherfucker with a Rubik's cube, like who couldn't figure it out. And I looked up the YouTube video and it takes 42 seconds to do it. But you need to kill yourself because you need to reset the, the puzzle. Because if you don't reset the puzzle by killing yourself, even if you quit and return to it, the puzzle still stays in the original form you left it in. Wait, is that the one where you're turning the, yes. the light beams? Yes. I don't know. I did it. That puzzle yeah. was miserable to me. I hated it. Hmm. I wanted to quit. Looked up the YouTube video, jumped off a cliff, came back, boop, 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 done. And yes, I'm aware. It's easy. Next spot I got fucked was the Neon Genesis Evangelion boss battle at the end of the first island. (laughs) Love it, but hate it. How'd you get stuck? Because this is just one, like, cutscene. So I didn't know how to parry. Oh, and if you don't yeah, parry you his punches, you will not beat that ever. You will spend the Damn rest me. of your life. I went oh. back into the island and collected 400 rings and brought them back and still couldn't mm-hmm. beat him with supersonic because I didn't parry. And then left and went and leveled up my rings to 500, leveling up way too much. Mm-hmm. And then went back and still couldn't beat him. Then I learned the parry thing and beat him in like four minutes. Parrying is great because you don't even have to like time it. It's not timing. You just hold it. You just hold it down and you'll block everything. This is just another proof that they don't know how to fucking design a boss battle. This, how, how do these motherfuckers keep getting away with this? I don't know. Sounds like you just know how to parry. Right. Seems You're like you right. That, no, you are. You missed that endless. Right. You missed the endless training screen that taught you how to parry. <laughs> I never had it before, but yes, I'm early sure on. It came up. But well, what it does is when you die, right? Mm-hmm. It will flash on the screen uh, near the top. It will say like "Go to training" or whatever, and then it would show oh, you okay. about parry. Yeah, where you push the down arrow. Okay. Yeah, I need to. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, you can go in the training whenever you want and check shit out. Yeah, but like when that shows up, if you push D-pad down, it goes straight to it. And also to level up, like to get your coins, like you never have to leave that area, though. You just keep doing circles. 
That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get all your shit. And I then, left uh, to level up, but like but, not to collect but, coins. Did you like the um the PS2 era like pop music playing? I loved the music. <laughs> Throughout this whole game, I loved the music. Um, but especially with that boss battle. And then when you do know the parry thing, then you don't even have to pay attention. A fucking monkey could do it. And mm-hmm. so th- and, and that's not to discredit those that that beat that first boss. Like I'm not dogging on it. I'm just saying when you no longer have to worry about what I thought was going to be the impossible task, mm-hmm. then you get to appreciate how just bad shit insane the supersonic versus this angel is. And when it dies, it dies just like an angel in Evangelion. I'm telling you, this is <laughs> Japanese as fuck and I love it. It was, oh, it was so rewarding after dealing with that bullshit for, I spent damn near an hour fighting that boss over and over again, mm-hmm. trees. I was going batshit insane. Yeah. And so this game is so many equal parts, like great and fucking stupid, but I, I can't not keep going. And so then what, I will say is by the time you finish that first island, and especially if you do everything like I did, you really have a vocabulary for how this game works now. Mm -hmm. And the desert is a blast because your expectations are completely laid out for you. And just like an old Nintendo game, it turns out if you know what you're supposed to do, you can actually enjoy the game. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like playing the second island was like enjoying that game for the first time. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a loop to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I talked about it when I first saw it, but it's yes. like, okay, you know, run around here, get the gears to get the gears, go into cyber levels to get the keys, the keys unlock the fucking gems. The yes. fucking, you know what I mean? Like there's this loop that you, and that unlocks more reels to get, you know, go to different places and fucking just keep going, you know? But it's it's super fun, and I'm going to stick with it, and I now have learned my lesson. If I get stuck and feel stupid, and I'm dying mm-hmm. a lot, that's on me. I'm mm-hmm. going to just look it up, because I don't fucking care. Um, I will say what I said last time, which is, <clears throat> I think this is a good blueprint for them going forward. I do, yeah. anyways. I think... Yeah. They can like you know streamline some stuff and carve out some stuff that didn't work and put it keep the like stuff if you that think did about it is and- like Assassin's Creed one I do think there's an Assassin's Creed two like there's a Sonic Frontiers two or whatever they want to call it mm-hmm. that could come from this and the lessons they learned and be something magical. Did this how this game do? Do you know how this game did sales wise? Like was it popular uh, or? I think it's too soon to tell, but we could find out. Yeah. Like I haven't heard anything like it tanked or anything. I don't think anybody that talk is talking like that. You know? uh, Sega announced it, that sales figures for Sonic Frontiers has passed over two point five million copies. There you go. In its first month. Yeah. I think word of mouth of how weird it was actually propelled it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just one of those things. Well, and it's had some great sales, Mm -hmm. but it is the fastest selling mainline Sonic game, period. Well, it tells me they're going to keep doing it. 
It's it's also after the movies, so you got a whole true. new audience. True. Of Sonic Kids. Yeah, but Netflix. my daughter has no interest in playing this. She watched yeah. me, and she was like, "Yeah, fuck that." Yeah, and you also got a whole group, a whole generation of kids, um, with the Netflix Sonic the shows on Netflix that they can binge True. watch. Yeah, there's that you know, new those, one that just came out that apparently yeah, a, is really good. Yeah, like Sonic X was really popular. Sonic on Netflix. X is great. Um, so I mean, you just got a bunch of a whole new audience, you know, that could give two fucks about Sonic Two. You know what I mean? And like those, like my, you know. They like the movies and uh, they like the cartoons and this is a new Sonic. Also so. of note though, I did go in and change it to 60 frames a second. It's on performance in the settings. I changed, or sorry, it's on visual fidelity. I changed it to performance. I saw mm-hmm. almost no change in how it looked and the game ran way smoother. So mm. I recommend that, but, but yeah. Anyway, at the end, the other weird thing about the desert area, and maybe you found something I haven't, I'm, I'm, I'm not completely done with the desert area, but I've done a large portion of it, but I haven't found any cyberspace yet. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm working the perimeter of the map, and I wonder if maybe that's why. I'm pretty sure I've been into some cyberspace. Okay. I'm sure they're there in every level. I think everyone said they were. So I'm just following a path that just happens to not have them yet. I'm sure I'll find them. Mm. If I were to guess, I would say I'm like 60% done. But just because I haven't seen cyberspace doesn't mean that they're not there. I'm I'm not methodical at all. I'm methodical. I'm kind of going from point to point that they're leading me to. And Mm -hmm. then I'm just running into whatever I run into. Yeah. And so that makes sense. I actually... That's probably why I have this problem. I haven't gone and talked to the waypoint that I got at the very beginning of the level. I ran oh. around and just started unlocking the map. Well, you talked to Knuckles, man. I haven't talked to Knuckles, so that's probably. I mean, you haven't talked to Knuckles. You got to talk to Knuckles. I, this is my. This is why I always screw up. Is because mm-hmm. I don't do anything that would progress the story, and I go find the things that don't, and I fuck myself when I do. And that. then you get mad that the story makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. All right. And I'll wrap up, though. I will say, though, I'm about to talk about what I think is a gem. So, on the recommendation of many people, have you heard of the game Evil West? Yes. I've heard a lot about Evil West. Really? Okay. People seem to like Evil West a lot. Yeah, I I like Evil West a lot. A PS2 throwback. So, people are saying that. I go back to 360. I think it's 360. And I'll tell you why. PS2, they did some batshit crazy like experimentation, right? Mm-hmm. There are some PS2 games you're like, what the fuck were they even doing, right? Like you appreciate the ambition, but the game just didn't work out. 360 is more like Evil West where they're using tried and true formulas, like mm-hmm. concepts. And Evil West is definitely doing that. But they're doing it at like, you know, like, B tier, and I'm talking budget, not quality, like B tier budgets, outlandish ideas and like old school mechanics. Right. And I think that's, that's where I like it. So evil West is your standard, you know, well, standard, your bog standard. Um, you're in the, the old West, you play Mr. Renier, Renier, and your, um, 
a cowboy in the Old West in a steampunk version of that um, where you're a vampire hunter. Like you do. Mm-hmm. And you just run around in linear levels that have mild open world tendencies and collectibles. And I think the thing about it, though, is you've got this big fucking gauntlet <laughs> that you just bash creatures with. And eventually it becomes electrocharged. Actually, pretty quickly it becomes electrocharged. And so this is more of a beat the shit out of creatures at close quarters and then use like various tools such as like cooldown mechanics and weapons and guns to keep enemies at bay. But at the end of the day, you're supposed to be punching everything. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about it because there's a lot of ways people cheese games, especially in that 360 era, because they're shooters, right? And they can keep their distance. Right. And Evil West won't let you do that because the enemies will just get in your fucking face. And mm-hmm. so you have to be able to think on your feet, be very twitch reflexy style, and be able to just punch everything that moves. Trees, I, like I played this game start to finish this week. I fucking love oh, it. Oh, wow. Yes. So I wanted to address a couple of things. So I really loved it, but you got to know what you're coming in for, right? You got to be down for linear level design. You got to be down for, you know, that melee with a lot of cool down things. You're going to have to keep track of a lot of things, right? It's kind of twitchy. There's a lot of things around you and you got to keep track of what's going on. Almost every single scenario and, and begins with, you leap into an area that you suddenly realize is a circular arena and a bunch of enemies show up, right? Like it's kill boxes. Right. If you like that idea, then you'll like this game. Um, <laughs> the shit that comes out of people's mouths, like I think you'll really appreciate trees. This this game uses an impressive amount of cutscenes that are extremely mm-hmm. high quality and extremely rewarding. So it's your old school mentality of like, you play through a really difficult area and then you're rewarded with a really amusing like two to five minute cutscene, right? Mm. With high production values, like fucking high production values. And it's fun. Like um, one of the first characters you meet tells you to suck his fat cock. Oh. Like there's that kind of stuff going on in this game. Um, All righty. There is outlandish things that happen i'm trying to think of the best way to put this without spoiling anything wouldn't want to spoil a gem of a plot like this Mm -hmm. um but like there's a scene where uh you you kill a guy but he's a vampire Mm -hmm. and you know he's gonna regenerate so you cut his head off and bring it with you so that they'll come looking for him (laughs) but you know and then and then he starts talking to you like Oh, Mimir style, style, like in God of War 2018, right? Like he's talking to you and and shit like that, but not in the level, just in the cutscenes, right? Um, The boss designs are insane. They really are. (laughs) Like uh, they they do some great creatures, some like what the fuck is that kind of creatures. One thing I will say, though, is it's your old school mentality. So it is something I've criticized in other games, and I don't know why I don't feel like criticizing it in Evil West but I don't in that um, there's really only like seven enemies and they just mix and match. And then what they do is 
you fight a boss, you beat it, and then the next level, oh, all of a sudden the boss is an enemy, right? Mm. Like, they do that stuff. And by the end of the game, you're dealing with some pretty bad shit stuff, right? Like some crazy combinations of enemies. Mm-hmm. But you've also got some crazy tools, so you've got ways to dispatch of them. And I will say that the game does a really good job of balancing that with like crazy enemy encounters plus dispatching. But a lot of the criticisms I've seen in forums and stuff is that it's boring or it makes difficulty out of just throwing more and more things for you to fight at once. And there, there's no denying that. That's absolutely true. Hmm. So And... Um... Is there a lot of voice work from Danny Trejo in there? So I don't know who he is. Who? Danny I know Trejo? who. Sorry, let me rephrase this. I know exactly who Danny Trejo is. I thought he was the main protagonist. That's him. I mean, he did all the commercials, right? Like he, Danny Trejo did. I don't remember the of, commercials. So. Oh, he did lots of commercials oh, okay. for it. If he's the lead character, which would make perfect sense. Then he does amazing voice work because I didn't realize it was Danny Trejo. But I love that character. Renier is a great character. Let's see. And it's great being him. Let's look it up. There's multiple Reniers also. There's the son and the father. Mm Hmm. Hmm. Evil West, full cast. I know he does the commercials, so I just assumed he was the yeah, main and dude. I, I, I expected could be... a character that was clearly him to show up in the game, and I never saw it. Who's the main dude you play? What's his Renier name? Renier is his last name, so Renier or whatever. It's not coming up. It's not coming up. Here we go. What's the name of the game again? It's not Evil, Evil West. West, right? Yep. Oh, maybe maybe I'm thinking of some Jesse other Jesse Renier. Oh, saw him. Derek Hagen. Okay. Fuck. Oh, no. Rentier. Rentier. Anyway. Maybe he was just doing the commercials for it. Yeah, I think so. Because there's a bunch of jokes in the forums on Steam about Danny Trejo DLC. Okay. So. He was doing like crazy commercials for like he was I so I just assumed he was the main dude in the game. No, and the big bad is a girl. So okay, so he's not the dude in it. But crazy. But yeah, and so the other thing I heard about this game was that it was easy. I wouldn't go that far. There's four difficulty settings though. I had played normal, mm-hmm. so there's that. And then the other thing was that it was fast. Some people saying they beat it in like six hours. Friends. That's fucking bullshit. Uh, the average I saw in how long to beat was 11 and a half hours, and it took me 13. Mm. So, and I enjoyed every fucking second of it. And there are collectibles I missed, lots of them, but I was trying to hunt collectibles and everything. Mm. So, yeah, if you are on board with that, it was a breath of fresh air. It was really enjoyable. Here's the next caveat there's no great way to play this game. And here's what I mean by that. On It does play on original Xbox One and original PS4 and the upgraded consoles where it runs and Series S. In all those, it runs in very soft, aka kind of blurry, low resolution, 1080p, 30 frames a second. On the big consoles, 
PlayStation 5 and Series X, you get your choice between re- that really blurry 1080p with a lot of the special effects, particle effects, of which there are many in this game, and they are very good. Missing, but it runs at 60 frames a second. You can run it with all the bells and whistles at 4K at 30 frames a second, but it's choppy. And it's especially, I think it's more choppy on PS5, but barely. And because your frame rate's 30 frames a second, that falls in a threshold where if you have VRR, variable refresh rate, PlayStation doesn't adjust for it at that lower frame rate. So you have that problem. So I grabbed it on PC because the game is $60 on consoles, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a disc version if you guys want your collectible versions. I don't think physical media is that big of a deal, but I get it for those that do. There was a some retailer, I think it was Green Man Gaming or something, had it for 35 bucks. So I picked it up. 35 bucks was a good price for that. Mm-hmm. And I got on Steam. I had heard that the PC was the best place to play it. And while that is true, getting yourself to that sweet spot was a bitch for me. And looking at the forums of Discord and the lack of videos and articles in those circles written about getting the settings in the right place. Even Digital Foundry covered the console games and ignored the PC version. That tells me a lot. Mm. It's a bitch. And the NVIDIA GeoForce experience settings were choppy and hitchy. It's hitchy is what it is. You're running through and like it like drops frames or it hitches. And that's really annoying in an action game like this. And when you start getting into fights and dying because of it, you just want to quit. Right. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. This game does not have high requirements. It's fine. But you need to find the sweet spot. So I'm going to get a little nerdy for a second here and tell people. So I have an RTX 2080, which is more than equipped to run it. And I ran it at 1440p, 60 frames a second, no problem at relatively high settings. But what I struggled with was I used the GeoForce experience, which was like, max it out, you'll be fine. And it does have both FSR and DLSS, which are just just no trees. Those are two different features, depending on your graphics card, whether it's an NVIDIA or an AMD, that just helps the game run better. Hmm. You want to enable those, regardless of which one you've got. But I disagree with NVIDIA. Running it at Ultra, trying to get 60 frames a second, even on my monitor, which is high frame rate and G-Sync, so it should get rid of the stutters pretty well. It couldn't keep up. And again, when the game's full-blown stutters, there's nothing you can do. There's no monitor in the world that can adjust for that. So I struggled with their settings. Then I went to the presets in the game. Started at ultra, which is what NVIDIA told me. Dropped it down to high, then medium, then low. And I got to be honest with you, as I switched between them, I didn't see a whole lot of differences and the stutters were still there. So I was like, what the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm. First thing I'll tell you is the game naturally runs in DirectX 11, DX11. You want to keep it that way. You'll see some insane people on the internet saying run it in DX12. That's only for those people who bought that big 4090 card that costs 1700 bucks that just can power its way through everything. Sure, you can play it on there, but like, no, you want it on DirectX 11. The second thing was I put it on, I think, high settings, 
And I found some places where tweaking it, I think it was draw distance and shadows maybe, where when I tweaked those, I saw noticeable differences. Once I played with it just a little bit, I got it into a spot where it was comfortable. I don't know if it was 60, my G-Sync helped bridge the gap, but by and large, performance was something I wasn't worrying about anymore, and it was Mm -hmm. fun to play. But yeah, so you can either play it on consoles, where you get this beautiful version with not very smooth, but you know, lots of people are like 30, 60, I can't tell the difference. For me, because this game's so action intensive and so, you know, like Twitch reflex, like I want those frames. So to me, 60 is important. But if you play it on console at 60 frames a second, you lose all the particle effects. There's a bunch of things where you shoot electricity and you shoot like TNT barrels and they blow up everywhere and little particles jump everywhere or a bunch of enemies throw things at you and it's a bunch of crazy little sparkly effects. And to think about playing this game with all that gone, it would seem kind of bland to me. Hmm. So I don't think that's a great way to play it either. So, but if you can tolerate 30 frames in the really nice things, or you can tolerate like lower graphics just to get the core gameplay and just play it, then consoles is probably the better bet because that stuttering just doesn't exist. Right. On PC, you can run into the stuttering, but my only beacon of light to you is that can be fixed, but you're going to be spending some time tweaking that. I probably spent 30 minutes tweaking the shit out of it. Mm. So... Which is the PC way, right? And I think I've just fully reconvinced you why you don't play games on PC. But <laughs> yeah. but I will say that I really enjoyed Evil West once I got it in a good place. And for those wondering, it does work on the Steam Deck. And just for grins today at lunch, I booted up the Steam Deck. I, I installed it and booted it up on Steam Deck. Ran like a dream. So yeah. maybe that's the right answer, right? The best way to play it is 60 frames a second on Steam Deck. So, yeah, I mean, people, um, I've only heard good things about it. What I like about the Steam Deck is especially if a game is playable and have been, has been looked at, which means more recent games will be, because if I'm Focus Home Interactive, the publisher, Flying Wild Hog, who had previously done, I forgot what their previous game was. I want to look that up real quick, but, um, Flying Wild Hog was the developer and here we go. What was their big game before that? Oh, they did those Shadow Warrior games. Mm -hmm. And they also did the Redux of Hard Reset, which I loved. Um, They did this game. And so if, if the, you know, so the developer made a good game and if the publisher, Focus Home, cares, they're gonna, you know, work with Steam to figure out how to make that game compatible and then when it's compatible right you up your ability to sell on it so a lot of recent games are steam deck verified if they're steam deck verified that means when you launch it they by and large set the settings for you and unlike my experience with the geoforce experience some of the times the steam deck usually the settings are great and if you need to tweak it you just tweak the frame rate it's real simple 60 40 30 just keep dropping it till it runs smooth mm-hmm. <clears throat> But no, at 60, it ran smooth, no hitching. So yes, if you, Trees, that might be your answer, is if you ever buy a Steam Deck someday, then yeah, that's a great way to play it. Yeah, so I'll probably just play it when it comes to Game Pass. Yep, and and everyone kind of 
feels like that's exactly what's going to happen, right? And that's where I'll play the console yeah. version. And maybe by then they will have... This game is not that taxing, and it's definitely not mm-hmm. CPU-bound, which is what can hurt these new consoles. The old consoles had shit CPUs. These newer ones have better 8-core CPUs, but they're not fantastic, which is where CPU-heavy games can struggle, like Gotham Knights. But this mm-hmm. game's not one of those. So, yeah, Digital Foundry was like, in time, they'll patch this game up to where it runs and looks great. And once they do that, the PS5 and Series X versions are going to look great. And, like, everyone in the comments was like, just in time for it to come to Game Pass. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, that's how I'll do it. But I really <laughs> dug this game. So Yeah, like I said, I've only heard uh, good things about it, so... Well, and so that's the thing. Like, yes, it's very good, but it's for a certain type of player, right? It's a certain type of game. And I think with the world of just play Dark Souls, people forget that, like, these can be niche games. And this game might not be for everyone, right? Like, mm-hmm. so keep that in mind. But if if you like the idea of playing God Hand, mm-hmm. <laughs> give this one a go. God Hand. There you go. So give this one a go. You'll enjoy it. and that's me nice that's a lot yeah i i played a lot of games sorry hey i just rehash it all well i had a lot to say about yeah stuff that you'd already played so yeah like we talked Fortnite, we talked sonic so i played those um i've dabbled back in all my sim games right okay so my you know my comic king simulator you know i started a new game on that of from scratch, new did. garage. So I've been doing that. Um, man, I forgot how slow that starts <laughs> to upgrade your shit. <laughs> okay, you can get, run out of money and get stuck doing oil changes and stuff for like little bits of money to try to get going. Um, I turned on House Flipper. Uh-huh. So I'll play some more. Started doing some house flipping again. Um, I bought a a little house on an island. Nice. There's like this little tropical house. When you say house little house, are you island. talking like a yurt or are you talking just like a mini house? Like a mini house. Like it's a small, just a small house. And it's just on this island. Like this, like an island that fits the house. Oh, nice. You know? It's like the yeah. house is it and then it's surrounded by just water and there's a boat out front. Love so it's it. like a tropical. It's weird. So I bought it and made that my new office. So... <laughs> That's my office now. That's where I reside out of my little, my little tropical beach house. Um, yeah, house flipper. That's fun. That's fun. I enjoy that. Um, <clears throat> gas station simulator. I finally turned back on, Fred. Uh, after getting over the glitches, uh, mm-hmm. and I played it for two days. My gas station is coming along very nice. I have to say, it's pretty big. It's like a mini mart now. You oh know? shit! You've kept it up, yeah. Oh yeah, it's I'm more like than level... a mini mart. It's like a Walmart now. Yeah, I'm like you level groceries, five. Groceries, you got. Yeah, yeah. I got, I can sell hats and sunglasses now. Um, I got car supplies. I can sell like air fresheners and shit. There you go. I'm stocked. <laughs> That's where you make the money. Yeah, I've opened up a whole new wing. Uh, my ha- warehouse has expanded. So I could fit more shit in there. <clears throat> um, I have not upgraded my my workshop yet. 
I'm not ready for that. I, I can mm-hmm. anytime I want upgrade yeah. it, but that will add more things I can do, like spark plugs and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you want to make sure you have some money built up so you can buy all those. Make sure you get some good stock in there. Right. You know, I got two employees. I bought another trailer. So I got two employee trailers. So I have a guy pumping gas and a girl working the registers. That alleviates a lot of my running back and forth. You know? Love it. Um, so that's going on. Um, you like have a side bitch, but when you say side bitch, you're talking about an employee? <laughs> uh, no. Okay, sorry. Um, it's not that kind of operation. <laughs> All right, Fred. I'm trying to run a little. You got someone business. helping you out get your job done. I just that's right. Did a horrible job of presenting. It. That's right. I got you know my uncle does not put up with any shenanigans out yeah, there. Yeah, the in the limited station. time I spent with him, I got that impression. Uh, after I leveled up my garage this time, I got another call from him saying he's looking for shit in people's trunks, and uh. Oh, so now once in a while I get this weird task. I got 10 minutes real time to uh to go hack the lock trunk. pick lock pick 10 cars. Jesus. I don't know if you ever knows that, but you can lock pick. There's like a lock picking game. Yep. I did do that. So you, yeah. So you can lock pick uh trunks. Oh, and, uh, and for the record, the lock picking game in Gas Station Simulator way better than the bullshit way they do lock picking in fucking Oblivion. Oh my god. I hate mm-hmm. it. But anyway, continue. Yes. Still not as worse as Kingdom Come, but... Oh, fuck Kingdom Come. That's the worst lockpicking in lockpicking history. Um, (laughs) So, you know, I have to do that for my uncle. For some reason, he never really said when. And they've introduced sandstorms now. So sandstorms just blow in, Fred. And they leave piles of dirt everywhere. Like blocking cars and shit. And you have to get Rudy... The little forklift, the little mm-hmm. uh, bulldozer, and uh, you know how slow that thing is. And yes. then you got to move piles of dirt. Molasses. I almost had a game-breaking glitch uh, yesterday where one of my workers got stuck between two barrels. Oh no! And would not go to work. She just got stuck there, running in place. And so, uh, yeah, she was just stuck there forever. I even reset the, you know, you can reset the customers and traffic, but since mm-hmm. she's an employee, she didn't reset. And uh, so I couldn't get her out of there for like two days. Damn. And I didn't know what to do with her. I was like, you know, should I fire her? But, but, you know, I leveled her up, you know, cash register girl, level nine. So I just left her there and then went over, I went over there once I'm messing around, like jumping around her. And then uh, she kind of got, she got wedged out of there. She's back at work. She's no longer <laughs> stuck running between two barrels. Well, thank God. Thank goodness. You've saved um, her. I did save her. That game continues to be a joy. My gas station is coming along nicely. It is Sounds growing like into an, an empire. All right? I mean, I, will, I won't lie. And I, I, I say this non-joking. Uh-huh. I wasn't jealous till you told me you could start selling air fresheners and shit. Like... Yeah, yeah. I now got I'm like, the, what am I doing? Yeah, I got, I got the tire sheen. I got all that shit you can buy. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. It really is. Um, and then really, um, 
The other thing I played is Need for Speed Unbound. Oh, okay. You grabbed that. Right? So there is a 10-hour demo trial on EA Play. Yes, and I've been so, meaning I've been dying to try it. So it's not a curated demo. It's just you can play for 10 hours. Yes. And then that's that's it. Um and I haven't used up the 10 hours. So I haven't played that much, but uh I've definitely put a few hours into it. Mm-hmm. Um So you don't I don't know. I haven't played a game like this in a while. Yo, it's giving me weird, like, you know, like, um, like Midnight Club, like dub edition vibes and shit. Okay, like it's yeah. that that fun. Those, those era. are accurate. Yeah, yeah, those fun sort of like, like, it's like their take on hip street racing. Yes, you know, but at the same time, I'm old, so who the fuck am I to say what's <laughs> hip? Like honestly, I was thinking that then. I'm like, well, who am I? To think I know my my teenage daughter and her friends look at me like I'm the biggest goof. So who am I? Trees are nearly still... fifty. You're in charge of this world. Yeah. So. So yeah, it's like, and it's a weird style, right? So the game has realistic everything: the city, the cars, right? Everything is like, like you would think it would look like, but all the characters are cel shaded. Right? right, like and yeah, the like, effects, like yeah, the effects that come off of your car are all cel shaded and yes. cartoony. So like when you burn out, like all the smoke, and sometimes when you do a big jump, like cartoon like wings, like flash out of your car and fucking, it's very like what was that cel shaded auto modelista? What was that cel shaded racing auto game? Modelista, modern modelista, modesta, something. <laughs> It, it, you know, it gave me those vibes. Um, but there's something very cool about it. Like, I actually like the characters being cel shaded in the clothes, the representation of like the, the name brand clothes and shit, but everything's like cel shaded. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Auto Modelista. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's not there because that's that was also shaded. That was a Capcom joint. Holy so shit. It? From PS2. It was a fun game. Um, play that game. You know, but this game is again, it's a racing game. It's um it has a story mode. Uh I haven't tried any online stuff, but the, the story mode is you know, it has a long prolong prologue before you like actually start the meat of the game. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's everything you would think of. It's all betrayal and all this shit. And you you like the down and out garage, you know. Sorry, Take your taking a sip. Yeah, um, but you know the the basic setup is it's you and you're a young young kid, girl, whoever you want to choose. You can choose, you know, fucking your character and you know model them how you want. And you work for Rydell. And he's like an older street racer and he has like a street racing garage that you work at. And there's another girl that works here with you. And uh, she's always talking shit about him. So in the beginning of the game, you're doing like races for him and picking up cars for him. <clears throat> and the whole time she's bitching about him. And then right 
before the game sort of kicks off, there's betrayal, all right? And Rydell loses all his cars and loses everything. Oh, shit. But you stick you stick with him. And so I got a tickle in my throat, man. No, no, no. Take your time. Um, so it jumps ahead a few years. And he's like a bummed out like street racer. And his garage is dilapidated. and But you're still with him. And you're doing like crappy oil changes and you're driving a shitty car. <laughs> um, and then circumstances happen and someone's you meet another girl and she's she wants to get in the street racing and she has the money and she's going to fund you. So you're like a team of three and you're going to okay. like bring the garage back to greatness. It's one of those stories. Yeah. Stuff I love. Stuff I love because I hope I get the upgrades at that garage, you know, and um, <laughs> of course, <laughs> you know, maybe we'll work on some cars, and um, you know, so basically, you have to start doing races again, um, to earn money to get into the big races, to earn more money, to get more cars, and to uncover why you were betrayed, you know. Right. Because the person running these races is the person that betrayed you and, and like cleaned out all your cars, you and go. she's still driving your car that you had from the beginning of the game. There You're you like, motherfucker, rub car it back. in. So that's that's like the story, and I've only played pretty much the beginning, and it's kind of let you out into the open world part where there's, you know, this is criteria. Is it Criterion that did this? I believe Again, so. I have to. So it has the billboards. Right, that you can find and smash. It has speed traps everywhere, just like Forza Horizon. So there's a lot of that open world shit. It was um, Criterion, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense because it the racing's very loose, um, and you know, it, it, it's like the way it works is it goes like a a day and night cycle, and it mm-hmm. goes by weeks. So at the end of the week will be a big race that you have to enter and there's criteria for it. Like you have to have so many cars and they have to be certain uh, levels, classes, right? Um, so you spend your week racing in little races, earning money in upgrades so you can make the the week on the, uh, the race on the end of the week. Oh, so nice. that's like okay, the yeah. loop. And the, the way it works is during the day is when you can do stuff. So you go during the day um, and you do races and you can do like little jobs as little side jobs of like, you know, delivering cars, picking up cars, shit like that. Um, at least that, that's what I've done. And you mm-hmm. bank money. So you get the money, but it's in red, right? You haven't like banked it. You don't bank it till you go back to your garage. Okay. Uh, so but it's we, um, volatile. It can be yeah, lost. It can be lost. And because the races you lose money in, right? Because there's like entry fees. I think that was in Need for Speed Rivals, wasn't it? Where if the I never cops played it, you in okay in right. It was one of those early like generation games. It was either Rivals or might have been Hot Pursuit, but I doubt it. Um, mm-hmm. Where yeah, if until you got back to the garage, your money wasn't won. Right. So every every race you race, you get heat. From the cops, right? The cops are always in this. These cops are terrible because every street <laughs> race you're in, the cops are in it too. Of course. You know what I mean? Like they're in the mix and you just smash them around and get more heat. But I'm like, boy, they're in every, they know every single race, but yet they can't stop anybody. 
Um, <laughs> and so you get heat, you get little flames. I've never got more. I'm only in the very beginning. So it's very minor. Like it's it's really no big deal. And if they see you out in the after the race, if you just cruise in the open world, they will chase you. And that's where you can lose your money. <laughs> um, but when you go back to your garage at night, you lose all your heat. So you bank your money and you lose all your heat. So it's a thing like how much you want to keep doing mm-hmm. during the day because everything you do, you get heat. So it'll start adding up, you know. It's a you fun little mechanic. And they're on you, yeah. Uh-huh. They're on you. So it, it's a fun little mechanic, and that, and then of course it has all the car upgrade shit that you would expect in this game from engine stuff, right? That that upgrades everything, like well, just like Forza, like you know, better parts. You're up your class. You know, the fact when you you know make the car faster, you go up <laughs> classes. Uh, but then it also has all the mod stuff, right? From like fucking dub edition type shit where it's like, you know, different fucking body kits and all types of stuff. All the way down to like the cartoon effects that come off your car. You can you can oh, tweak right. all that yeah. stuff for yeah, different colors that. and shit. And, um, and then, of course, your character, different clothes. You can get clothes and there's all, you know, there's like all the street clothes and the fucking street racing clothes and champion and feeler and all that shit is in there um it's fun it's fun because it's kind of a weird there's no games like that right there's 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 forza horizon right but it it sort of doesn't have that that arcade sort of dynamic that this has it's goofiness you know it's like they they take it seriously but at the same time you can just drive through fields and shit you know and fucking smash fences but this is more this is more like Paradise City, but with, you know, more more of a mission structure, you know, more of a story going on. And, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if I'll play it past the 10 hours, but I sort of want to, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. But I'm not very good at the racing, I find. So uh, I think maybe it's just because my cars uh, right now, you know, you start with the shit cars. Yes. So it's a struggle. You know what I mean? Well, and but I think I saw my 99 Eclipse <laughs> as a pretty common car early mm-hmm. on. Keeps oh, ending yeah. up in videos. I, I'm driving a Volkswagen Beetle right now, like an old one. <laughs> but it has like rims on it. It's all fucking yes. matte black, like fucking murdered out you know <laughs> fucking <laughs> murdered out i love it yeah this is uh so Fuck yeah and it's funny because before the races you know it it you know you got to go to these places the race you got to get to the race start and they're always like in an underpass like it's some hidden sewer passage <laughs> yeah. but it's hilarious because it's so fucking fascinating first tokyo drift it's like you pull in and it shows all the cars just fucking chilling in there everybody's hanging out and it will show your rivals and people that are racing in the, you know, you have poses and shit that you can like buy and unlock for like at the end of the game. So it's kind of funny when everybody's revving their engines and they just like, you know, one, one dude in his crazy tricked out guys, like fucking waving, you know, giving you the salute, but one dude's giving you a snub or girl can't be bothered. And she's on her phone. Like these are all <laughs> yeah, different emotes that you can like unlock, you know, it's it's cool. It's a cool vibe, you know, and it has um you can also bet to make extra money. Of course so you can. 
it, it will place you, it will show you in the pack where you're predicted, maybe on, on how your car's specced out. So it will say you're, you're predicted to come in fifth. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you bet below that, it's like not a lot of money, but you can bet that you'll come in like third, you know, and beat right. this guy. And then he's sort of your rival. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I know it's fun, man. I think I might keep at it. Like I said, it's 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 a it's a modern throwback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, to I, like just a fun racing game, and it came out of nowhere. Literally, like, they announced. No it one knew it was coming later, out. <laughs> it released, and it was. I think more people learned about mm-hmm. it because it went to EA Play for the free hey. ten hour trial than anything right. else. And the thing is, I've never been a need for speed guy. I was always a burnout guy. And um, well, those are one know, and the same now. Yeah, and I used to dabble on test drive a little bit when they they gave me the test drive six DLC. baby. Test drive. Um, test drive the six open on World the Dreamcast, one. where it op- it was also on PS one, where it opened no. with um, Cars by Fear Factory and Robert. Oh, no, yeah, I'm talking about uh, Test Drive Unlimited. For the oh. 360, yep. it was open world before Forza Horizon did it. That's why I was like, when Forza Horizon came out after that, I was like, oh, they just ate their lunch. They fucking, <laughs> you know. And I pre-ordered my Test Drive Unlimited because it came with a free casino island. Oh, shit. And you could gamble for cars. Anyways. Is um, that available? Now? Mm. I don't know. Because the, the service probably don't work anymore for it. That shit, when Forza came out and crushed it, uh, I think the servers, like, you know, everything kind of went offline on that. Oh, shit. Yeah, that game's game's worth some money. Test Drive Unlimited? Yeah. It was, it literally was Forza. Oh, no, Forza. it's not. <laughs> it literally was Forza Horizon. All the way down that get in your own apartments and yeah. dressing your guy up. And um, you could actually get out your car, though. So, like, you could go to the casino, and it was, like, home. You could walk around the casino and gamble for cars and shit. Um, and they had pro- – the first ones that have proximity chat. So, if you were oh, driving with your awesome. friend – Yeah. If you were driving with your buddy chatting, and two other people came driving the other way, you could hear them having a conversation, like, fade in and fade out as they drove by you. Um yeah, Test Drive Unlimited was really good, and but unfortunately it didn't have the name recognition. I think Atari made that. And um Yeah. Then Forza came out and fucking crushed it. And uh that was the end of Test Drive Unlimited. Atari did. Yeah, they published it. Yeah. Um and and so I was never a need for speed guy. Except for um, I think when Criterion did their first one, which was what most wanted a hot pursuit, I always forget. But whichever one w- that they first did, I-, I tried it out. But otherwise than that, I've never played one. Um, this one's pretty fun. This one's good. You should check it out. Free trials on uh, EA Play if you have. Yeah, it. I've been definitely tempted to do it. Um, had some yeah, other a- things I was playing, of course, but um, uh, now it's time to get back to it. I mean, the only downfall I would have to say is like the dialogue. It's very chatty, and some of it's sort of that forced, like, hip talk. Yeah. But again, who the fuck am I? I don't know. <laughs> right? I was thinking that. I'm like, who am I to judge, like, them, tr- like, look at them trying to be all hip and shit? It's like, 
what what would I know anymore? I know what it was hip to talk like in the fucking 90s, but, but, you know, it is what it is. Everybody else is going to if you won't. I know. So it is what it is, but um, it's not a a deal breaker in any sense. Like, I, you know, it's like Chris Pratt's voice. I don't give a fuck. Sounds all right to me. Here we go. (laughs) Um, Also, I don't know if you've seen, but that dropped in price. It's normally seventy, and it's already forty. And Is it really? And stuff, yeah. Huh. Not online, obviously. They're not going to let you do that on the digital version yet. They it's weird. Admit defeat yet, but yeah. It's it's like they it's like they think their own games are bad, so they fucking already like. No, I think it's throw a, it up. I think it's this new push, just like Sonic did, where it doesn't matter what you sold it for; it's the number of units. Yeah. Yeah, they're pushing for a sales goal i will tell you everyone thinks this was done because they didn't have faith in the game i think what their thought process was was somebody in the marketing department was like no 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 no. we will just give this we will just stealth launch this out so it just shows Mm. up one day and then when it comes out we're gonna say you can just subscribe to game pass or subscribe to ea access and then you will get it for a free 10-hour trial. And then what they did was, see, the game didn't drop in price for a couple of weeks, right? It's been out for like two weeks. And right. so then they dropped the price because they assume everyone who played it on Game Pass and EA Access are the people who aren't yet convinced they want to buy it. And you release mm-hmm. it for that lower price. And people like you have already played it and know you like it. And so it's right. like, we'll just pick it up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's their tactic. I think that was yeah. always their tactic. Well, it crossed my mind after like playing it for an hour or two. Once I got to that prologue and I was a little invested, like, oh, I like this story and I, I like the the way this this goes, you know. And I'm like, ah, maybe I'll pick this up when this trials demo's over. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And if they're smart, they'll just offer it to you at that reduced price. Because if you're like me and you're fine with digital, Mm -hmm. then the best way to get you is for that digital direct marketplace, right? I mean, a game like this, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. (laughs) You don't want to put it on the shelf? (laughs) Doesn't need that stale book. (laughs) You know? Yep. But I mean, that's... that's, um, Pretty much what I played. Like I said, it's a lot of the same stuff, and that was like the new thing I dabbled in. Well, it's cool. Yeah. Like I said, I, I think what's really telling is I want to play a lot of games right now, up to mm-hmm. and including everything you've been playing. Yeah. So. Oh, fuck, man. If the Game Awards are any indication, 2023, it's going to be fucking bananas. Yeah. Well, and a, a couple of people have asked us about, have asked me about the Callisto Protocol. You were never really that into Callisto Protocol, right? No, I, I liked I played the Dead Space games, but no, that ultra violent shit. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not into that anymore. I could kill us. Well, and my concern right now is it's seventy dollars on all platforms. The mm-hmm. Xbox version seems to have some of the ray tracing broken. The PC version is a mess, and my PC is not strong enough for it anyway. Mm. And the PlayStation version is good, but then there's that seventy dollar price tag. And I hate to be this person, but pretty much universally people have confirmed that that game is eight, nine hours. 
I really? do think single player eight games should exist for eight, nine hours. And the graphics look amazing. And I have zero problem buying it on PlayStation. 70 bucks for that's a steep price when I think it'll come down. Hmm. I think that game was mispriced for its scope. So, <clears throat> but at some point, I'll be playing it. But Right. Honestly, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to play Evil West. A bunch of people are trying to convince me to buy Modern Warfare 2 just to play the campaign, which yeah. tempting, but no. And then and then there was Callisto Protocol, and I was like, Evil West is 35 bucks. And I will tell you, I think I made the best choice out of those three. Yeah, probably. So, who knows? But, you know. So I do look forward to playing Callisto Protocol soon. I'd like to see the price come down and or the versions that exist out there get patched up and that game to get into a little bit better place. Although, like I said, on PlayStation five, I could just play it and I have no problem doing that. Um, mm-hmm. but 70 bucks is a lot for something that you want me to play right now when I've got so many things that I want to play that I don't have to buy. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, that's then, it for me. Yeah. I guess we will call it a week. Next episode is our, Christmas episode basically because when that episode comes out it'll be Christmas Eve. So ah. Yeah. So boy, oh boy. Yeah. I don't like the sound of that. No, maybe maybe the twenty third is the Friday. Uh the Friday is the twenty third. So it'll be day before Christmas Eve. But yeah. Mm. So I don't know what we're gonna do. We probably won't do anything, but we'll uh we'll I'll just throw it out there. Last one before <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, and two episodes before New Year's. So, there you go. All right. All right. All right. Well, then, it's late. You're tired. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. went three hours again. So, nice. without further ado, let's call it a night by saying, until next week, happy gaming. Yeah, later.